2: It is six minutes, almost seven minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station. Let's talk about this Title 42. I just heard the Fox News uh, broadcaster mention it. I'm going to go into a little bit more detail. This has always been a terrible idea by President Biden, and it is important to stop this radical president in his tracks. And we we come bearing what I believe is some very good news this decision was made let's make no mistake about it this was not that they might they may this was done May 23rd title 42 expulsions would have ended and we would have had an unmitigated disaster on our hands let me give you an example For the month of March, this is somebody that we've gotten to know a little bit. We've interviewed him about maybe three or four times, Florida Congressman Greg Steuby, when we filled in on Fox News. He reported, and these are straight from the government records, there were 221,000 border encounters in March. To give you an idea, just a year before when President Trump was the president, we had 542% less encounters with illegals than we do now at the southern border, 542%, 221,303 encounters to be exact. It's the highest number ever recorded in the Department of Homeland Security history. It's the government's own numbers. It doesn't count gotaways. You can't you can't even imagine how many people are getting in here that we have no record of at all. All of it on purpose. They're an incompetent administration, but this is not incompetence. This is exactly how they want it to be. The good news is this elections are the great magic elixir because you have people like John Tester in Montana, Kristen Cinema in Arizona and on and on and on. Raphael Warnock. Now, when I give you a list of 10 Democrats. That have joined the Republicans in opposing Biden ending title forty two. And these critical border protections. Senator Gary Peters, Michigan, Senator Chris Coons, Delaware, Senator Mark Kelly, Arizona, Senator Kristen Cinema, Arizona, Senator Maggie Hassan, or Hassan, New Hampshire, Senator Raphael Warnock, Georgia, Senator Catherine Cortez Masto, Nevada. Senator Joe Manchin, West Virginia. Senator John Tester, Montana. And this guy's got a lot of credibility because from the beginning, he has been on the right side of immigration issues. And that is Democrat Congressman Henry Cuellar of Texas. Now, I'm not 100 percent on this. But other than Manchin, I'm not sure about Coons and I'm not 100 percent sure about Peters either but almost every one of these democrats that i just mentioned are all running for re-election isn't that interesting when some of them have cushy four and whatever years left five right now and by the election year before you don't hear from them they can go along with this radical unpopular crap But this, to me, is so incredibly revealing. And what it has done is, and get ready for it, they're utterly predictable. I guarantee you. I hereby guarantee, and you know I don't bring out the guarantee often, Joe Biden will not end the Title 42 Trump era. I know it It kills him that once again Trump is right. I know. its It's just... It's impossible for them to take. But this has to stay in place. Until further notice. But it is just so very interesting how vulnerable Democrats in border states, how they have a conscience on this. Where are the other? They don't have 40, but it's like 38. Where are the other 38 Democrats in the Senate? It's 39 because Cuellar is a congressman, House member. Where are the other 39? Nothing to say because they are not running this November. That's why. Even Democrat polls are showing 60% and more of the American people oppose Biden ending the border policy. And I said from the beginning, this is why they were still arguing for face masks and pandemic things. On one hand, they want to say the pandemic is over. We don't need Title 42. And on the other hand, it's still a pandemic where your mask shut up. I guarantee you this will not end on May 23rd. I'm not guaranteeing that it will never end. But I guarantee you it will not end on May 23rd. And what is encouraging, that's a lot of prominent Democrats stepping up and opposing Joe Biden. And you're going to see, oh, my gosh, wait until after the midterm election and the ass whooping that's coming. You, I mean, Democrats are going to flee from Biden. So this is good. This is very good. Let me squeeze in one more because I'm going to shift gears dramatically after the first break. We've been telling you about the fact that Russia is our proxy right now. They're negotiating an Iran nuclear deal for America. As preposterous as that sounds, while Russia is headstrong into a full-scale invasion of Ukraine. We are giving maximum authority to Russia to represent us because imagine Iran will not allow America to be in the room. So why would we even want to be part? Oh, you don't want you don't want us? Let let us know when you do. Bye-bye. That would be that. Former White House National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien said, quote, the idea that we're using the Russian ambassador at the time of the Russians invading Ukraine and we're supposed to be giving maximum pressure sanctions on Russians. It's ridiculous, absurd. And I can't imagine that anyone at the State Department or the White House thought that this was a good idea, said O'Brien. Well, of course they thought it was a good idea. They sanctioned it. Quote, the fact that we outsourced our diplomacy to the Russians should never happen again, and it should be stopped. Incredible. It was a bad deal the first time. It can't be a good deal this time. And fortunately, when the American people... And you have to sidetrack the national media because they're corrupt and they're Democrat operatives. But the American people are getting the news anyhow. They're not getting it from the sources you would imagine. But they're getting the word and the American people are really bringing it. There's no question. Title 42 was gone. Because they want illegals coming into this country. It is a plan. It is a strategy. It is the Biden doctrine. When we come back, as I mentioned, we're going to shift gears dramatically. Here's my clue. I'm going to talk to you about a man who is very famous, but only if you know. A lot of people know this. A lot of people don't know it. But I'm going to be talking about the logo next. This is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, all because of you. South Jersey's number one talk station.
3: Fox News Commentary. I'm Jimmy Fallon, and I'll tell you why it's time for the Biden administration to face the music when it comes to
1: masks. Next. Economists are warning that sanctions against Russia could trigger devastating inflation, worse than the current 40-year highs. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings right now with a gold IRA through Birch Gold, the only company I trust for gold. Just text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on how to protect your savings with gold. Again, text SHELTER to 989898
3: federal judge in florida has shot down the mask mandate for commercial airlines now this is a huge win for every airline passenger and anyone who tells you otherwise has way too much baggage for starters ending the mask mandate doesn't mean people can't wear masks it means everyone can do what they want which is the whole point of america freedom if you want a mask throw one on and shut up because if you think the mask works, you don't need to worry if the guy next to you is wearing one. Think about it. You don't ask your neighbor to wear a winter coat so you don't get frostbite. If you did, he'd think you were nuts. Which is what a lot of us have been saying about this ridiculous mask mandate. Multiple airline CEOs testified that masks aren't needed because the filters in planes are so thorough that nobody is catching COVID. But plenty of people have caught a beaten. Dig this. The FAA's recorded over 700 mask-related brawls this year alone. But now that the mandate's out of the way, the only thing we'll be getting hit with is hidden fees. The point is, cherish this little coach class victory because they don't don't get cleared for takeoff very often. I'm Jimmy Fallon.
0: Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station, WPG Talk Radio, ninety-five point
2: five. Hey, be praying for me tonight. Hurley in the morning Pizza LLC. We can win a pizza tonight. I'm, I'm very proud of Gasol Center Michael. He he took me up on it. I told him that the Sixers were better than Toronto. He still does not agree. And look, the, it's it's true. I mean, it's a five game series and. You've got to win three games. The Sixers can close this out tonight. Worst case scenario, they get a game five at home. Joe Torre always said that game three of a series, particularly in a five-game series, but even in a seven-game series, game three is the pivotal game. I mean, you look at the difference. Sixers win, they sweep the series. If they lose, it's 2-1 to and another home game in Toronto and you don't know what happens. I mean, anything can happen. A 2-0 lead is more tenuous, more precarious than it seems. But give me a thought tonight. Sixers are a two-point favorite in the game on the road. One of their players is not vaccinated and cannot play. Hurley in the morning, Pizza, LLC, feeling good. But not overconfident. Michael, I wish you well tonight. A Capri Pizza. You're you're what is it called when um uh when your team they have to just keep winning if you lose you do or die, maybe one of the expressions. Sixers can lose. It's not the end of the world. Toronto can't lose. It's both good and bad. That puts a sense of urgency on it. Uh, and Look, the Sixers are a much better team at home than they are on the road. But I think they're going to sweep it tonight. Toronto has had no answers to Embiid and just the size of the Sixers. Maxie is just shooting like crazy. I I hope he's not the one that's not vaccinated. It, It is one of their better players. I'll look that up, perhaps. Hey, Netflix is cratering, losing subscribers like you can't believe. Now, they're saying it's because the price keeps going up. I disagree. The price for Netflix, and I'm, I'm a subscriber since the beginning, is it is incredibly fair. I don't even, well, I was going to say I don't even know how they do it. There, it's a loser. For I mean, the amount of content that they produce, original content, is extraordinary. I don't like their Obama affiliation and deal and some of that stuff. And I think they lost a lot of people over that should just get out of that business of turning off your clients. It's just stupid. But they're in, they're in trouble. And I think today's going to be a very, very bad day. Uh, yesterday was. And I think today is going to be a bad day for Netflix. They have no answers right now. This portion of Hurley in the Morning is brought to us in part by Batteries Plus Bulbs with stores in Northfield, New Jersey, right next to Broadcast Center. The address is 900 Tilton Road and on Route 73 in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Owner Roy and his team are extraordinarily service-minded professionals. They have creative solutions to fix your cell phones, batteries for any type of device that you have, big or small, and so much more. Batteries plus bulbs. Mention yours truly at the point of sale. I'm always looking out for you. You get a 10% discount at the cash register at the point of sale simply by mentioning Hurley in the morning. Mention Harry, Harry Hurley, Hurley in the morning. Talk radio guy right next door to you here. They know we're right here. We know they're there. All right, I said I was going to talk about the logo. Now raise your hand. This is a sports reference. Raise your hand if you know who the logo is. NBA, the logo is Jerry West. They show it all the time. Now, I fell in like with an HBO show because this was a time when I loved the NBA. Magic Johnson, Showtime pat riley felt bad for paul Westhead, and even worse for jack mckinney jack mckinney went out for a bicycle ride and his entire life well he almost lost his life terrible story don hurley uh has some jack mckinney stories when don was the president of the pba this just came to me jack mckinney Later in life, after the, um, the, the tragic accident, which he really easily could have died. But he wasn't able to come back in time to get his job back. And then Westhead won the NBA title, shockingly, because they were really hurting after McKinney went down. It was a pivotal game. The uh, Lakers beat the Celtics by one point after losing two easy games. And they were very close to making a coaching change. Westhead brings Riley from the broadcast booth to be an assistant coach. And they turned the thing around and had a championship season. Hence the uh, HBO portrayal called Winning Time. And it's the Lakers and Showtime and Larry Bird. I took a picture of the screen because I saw uh, Chris Ford, number 42. Now, it was an actor. Uh, but I thought that was pretty cool. I was going to do a Facebook post on that. I still might. But I I, I started, Well, I, I fell in like with the series after it was on for a couple of weeks. So it was easy to catch up. And I think it's now maybe six episodes In something close to that. I've seen them all. And over the last couple, they have this monstrous portrayal of Jerry West. I was actually going to mention this yesterday, and we just got too busy on a number of other things. And I thought, Jerry West is going to have to come out and say something about this. They have portrayed. I only know of Jerry West as a classy, dignified, amazing former player, amazing former GM, always professional. And then I'm watching this winning time and I'm thinking, this just has to be, they're just taking liberties with faking this character that they're saying is Jerry West the, the Jerry West is, um, I don't know his name, but he's a very good actor. And he played Ted Kennedy in the movie they did about him. Chappaquiddick, I believe it was called. So you know who the actor is if you know that. He's put on a little bit of weight. It doesn't he? But he does look like Jerry West a little bit. A little fatter in the face. But this portrayal, and I'll, I'll describe it to you after the break... It's just nothing short of monstrous. And I don't—I didn't believe it. I watched and I thought, no, I can't. My whole life, I can't be this wrong about something. And the NBA picked this guy as the logo. Anytime you see the NBA logo, it's Jerry West, his silhouette. Well, guess what? I was right. Jerry West has been heard from. And I'll tell, I'll tell you about it next.
1: This is the Town Square, New Jersey, Info and Weather Network.
2: And this is Harry Hurley with three stories that you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Atlantic City Mayor Small proposes big salary increases. We have the story. My good friend Alan Angeloni on the night of the bad storm two nights ago, the Angeloni's 2 restaurant and lounge marquee sign crashed down very well secured pipes and cables crashed down during the bad storm and congressman jeff andrew responds to governor murphy
1: from the Town Square, New Jersey, Info and Weather Network, I'm Chris Coleman for Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Our average high temperature for the middle of April is 64 degrees, and we'll be right around that mark for the next several days with some great springtime weather ahead of us. A little chilly this morning, but we'll get up to 60 this afternoon with lots of sunshine. Clear tonight, back down to 43. A little warmer tomorrow, sunshine in 62. And then Friday looks excellent, sunshine and 70. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today
0: early in the morning WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio
3: app hi it's Mark Levin join me this evening at 6 now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 hey thank you to the great one
2: 37 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the morning program WPG Talk Radio 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station all because of you all right, so I'm watching the show HBO winning time and over the past couple of weeks the show comes on once a week I usually watch it the day after it comes on and I'm watching this portrayal of Los Angeles Lakers great Los Angeles Lakers executive Jerry West and and it's it's it couldn't be more unflattering. So I'm thinking, could this be true? And I know the book that this series is based on, there's nothing in the book about Jerry West being a rageaholic and all these different things. So I ended the last episode yesterday. I'm trying to think. I think it comes on Sunday night. I couldn't watch it on Monday. I believe it was yesterday that I watched it. I don't remember. Is it was d- yesterday or the day before? But I think it was yesterday. And I'm watching this and I'm thinking, all right, this is the second week of this. Jerry West is not going to take this. They're ruining this guy's reputation in this um, TV series. And it's a good show. I didn't think I was going to watch it, but I thought, let me watch one episode. I'll give it a chance. And I loved it. So now it is part of my regular uh, week of TV. You know, I have a certain number of shows that I can dedicate time to, and I tape them and watch them when I can. I speed through commercials. Uh, Some of these series don't have commercials. But Jerry West did come out. He came out yesterday and it wasn't early in the day. It was uh, pretty late at night. I woke up to this. This isn't like the nine o'clock hour last night. Because I'm sure they were, you know, you have to get legal documents together and all these things. He has an attorney. He has demanded a retraction and an apology. I don't know what you can do. I mean, the show aired. I guess they could put up some kind of apology to Jerry West that this is this was not meant to be a factual portrayal, you know, it was an exaggeration. I you they're going to have to do something. Because Jerry West not only has a high-powered attorney, but he has written statements from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar From Mitch Kupchak, who was a player and also uh, part of the executive team. And he has other letters as well. Quote, the portrayal of former Lakers executive Jerry West in, quote, winning time on HBO. Bears no resemblance to the real man and is deliberately false. Characterization. That's from Jerry West's lawyers in a letter to HBO. Quote, Jerry West was an integral part of the Lakers and NBA success. It is a travesty that HBO has knowingly demeaned him for shock value. And I have to tell you, I'm not exaggerating. Their portrayal of Jerry West is shocking. It This is not just legal documents where they're just trying to make it look as bad as they can. I watched it and, and I, did, I didn't believe it. But then I thought, but even, I mean, I don't know Jerry West. I thought, you know, I knew the reputation. Then I'm watching this thing and thinking, is this even, if, if like 5% of this is true, this is crazy. Quote, it's a travesty that HBO has knowingly demeaned him for shock value and the pursuit of ratings. As an act of common decency, HBO and producers owe Jerry a public apology and at the very least should retract their baseless and defamatory portrayal of him. West's lawyer said HBO's disclaimer that the series is a dramatization, a dramatization, does not insulate the network from liability. HBO did not immediately respond to or comment on the Jerry West legal letter. The series, which, quote, has been airing Sunday nights this spring on HBO, is based on author Jeff Perlman's book Showtime. Magic, Kareem, Riley, and the Los Angeles Lakers dynasty of the 1980s. Sidebar. That's when basketball was fantastic. Those Magic and Bird rivalry games, oh, so incredible. West lawyers allege that the series creators acted with, quote, legal malice. Willie uh, must be uh, part of the team. Legal malice. Because many of the scenes in the series show West's purported rage did not appear in Perlman's book, and they say did not happen. The letter includes statements from former players such as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Cooper, And Jamal Wilkes, as well as Lakers employees such as Claire Rothman, Charlene Kenny, Bob Steiner and Mitch Kupchak, who worked with West during the time period covered in the show, all denying that they ever saw Jerry West commit any rage filled acts or drink alcohol in the office as depicted in the series, quote, Instead of exploring his issues with compassion as a way to better understand the man, they turned him into wild E. Coyote cartoon to be laughed at, said Kareem Abdul Jabbar in a statement. Quote, he never broke golf clubs. He didn't throw his trophy through the window. Sure, those actions make dramatic moments, but they reek of exploitation of the man rather than exploration of character." And quote, Karim Abdul Jabbar who we've interviewed on this program is a gentleman. He is a true gentleman. Very, very professional. Rothman who ran the operations at the Great Western Forum for more than 20 years and is portrayed by Gabby Hoffman in the series said, "Quote, Jerry treated me and everyone else in the Lakers organization with dignity and respect. I never saw Jerry break or throw anything in anger or rage, nor did I hear anyone ever say that he did such things. Let me read one more to you. Kupchak, now the Charlotte Hornets general manager, played for the Lakers, as I mentioned earlier, from 1981 to 1986. And then he worked alongside West in the Lakers front office, from 1986 to 2000, 14 years. Talking about the guys with with the team like 20 years. Quote, during my time with the Lakers as a player and in the front office, Jerry was always professional, even-keeled and soft-spoken, Cupcheck said. Quote, he was always positive and encouraging with me. I always found Jerry to be honest and sincere. I never saw or heard Jerry lose. His temper with anyone. I also never saw or heard Jerry go on an angry rant or tirade, nor did I ever see or hear Jerry scream or yell at anyone. That was not his personality. Jerry is soft-spoken and does not like confrontation. He always keeps his composure and remains calm, even when he has a disagreement with someone. Last, I never heard or seen Jerry ever break or throw anything in anger. Get ready. West lawyers said he is due a retraction, an apology and damages from HBO and the show's producers because, quote, the show goes out of its way to denigrate Jerry West despite his accomplishments as an executive and quote. They, I don't have time to share it with you right now. I've got a break. But they also go into that Jerry didn't want magic to be drafted and all these all these things. I didn't believe any of it. But I am telling you if you watch the series, it's wild how they portray Jerry West. Exact opposite of what I believe to be true. 609-407-1450 and open phone line. This is WPG Talk Radio. 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. I am Hurley in the Morning. Here's my friend, Sean Hannity.
4: WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station.
0: Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio
2: 95.5. We are back. It is 53 minutes past the hour. It's the Hurley in the Morning program. We're going to have open forum next hour, and I have a great surprise, uh, Tom Cantone at 8.05. It's going to be a blast. How do I know that? Because every time we visit with Tom, he is infectious, and I mean that in the most positive possible uh, way. It's going to be so much fun. All right. If you are part of the $1.7 trillion, it is a balloon. It is staggering. I've been saying for years There are certain issues that this program gets a hold of, and we don't let it go until there is finality. And this student loan, you know I'm fascinated by it. I bring it up all the time with Chuck Malamut. He brings it up all the time. If you're part of the $1.7 trillion of federal student loan and parent plus loan debt, there's news. The U.S. Department of Education has canceled student loan debt for 40,000 people. They've been doing a lot of things over the the course of the Biden presidency. They're offering help to another 3.6 million borrowers to pay off their loans. They announced a plan yesterday to aid low income borrowers and public servants. They said, quote, student loans were never meant to be a life sentence, but it certainly felt that way for borrowers locked out of debt relief that they're eligible for. So they really I don't want to go too far into the weeds here, but they go into forbearance where people have taken forbearance. You're allowed to do that for up to 36 months. But there's there there are these tricks, though, not tricks. If you get another loan. And you consolidate it with a previous loan. You start all over again with up to 36 months, three years of more forbearance. So there are people that have been in forbearance for more than a decade. Because you just you work, you work the system, if you will. You could take one class. And get a loan for that. And then consolidate that with your other loans and boom, away you go again. The problem with that, though, is the interest is staggering. And so what they're doing here also is coming down on what they're calling historical failures to communicate to borrowers all the benefits that they had. And they see problems with the way forbearance was handled. And there is another – oh, what's the term? Uh, Based on your income, there's a term for this. But based on your income, they have a way of calculating. You might be paying a certain amount right now or not paying at all during forbearance but have a certain monthly payment. But if you do the – the income calculation that they do, your payment can come down. And believe it or not, in some cases, if you use this income program, your payment can come down to zero, which would mean you would not have to pay. Now that would be for a low wage earner. What do they call that? I'm very familiar with this. And for some reason, I just can't think of the exact term for it. Forbearance is easy. They also have a program which is called public service loan forgiveness. If you're a nurse or maybe you're a full-time employee for a not-for-profit, if you make, I believe it's 120 payments, so it would be 10 years worth of payments you can apply. That's not the thing I'm thinking of on the income generated thing. But but this is another program that they have that just came to me. And in so, in many cases, I can't say all, but in many cases, if you've made 10 years worth of payments. You're done. You send you prove you send in that you're a nurse, you send in that you're not for profit guy or gal, and you show that you've made payments And incidentally, if you've been in forbearance for three years or more, but I think they're doing up to three years, they're adding that. So that three years will count towards the 10 years worth of payments. Just give me a second to think. I want to get this term. just not going to come to me, but it's income derived or something like that. It's called. And then they um, they base your monthly payment on that. And in some cases, believe it or not, in some cases, it raises your payment. And so you just stay with what you have. Then I'll go, oh, look at you. And then they don't stick it to you, but they can't help you. And what I will tell you is and. My experiences with three children and college, they will work with you. It's like a lot of things, like when we do the different things we've done over the past with different clients that we work with here that come on and talk about different programs that are available, assistance programs and things like that. They will work with you, but you have to communicate. And they're very good about it. They don't report you to the credit bureau like a normal type of creditor. You have to go pretty far out. You know, if you're if you're 30 days behind, bang, your credit report is hit. And it says even if you pay it, it's current was 30 and they got you. I don't believe they even report until you get past 90 days with student loans. And right now they're not reporting anyone. Open Forum begins right now. WPGG
0: Atlantic City, WENJ HD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground
2: Six minutes past the hour. Let's make it count. It's the Hurley in the Morning program on South Jersey's number one, all because of you, South Jersey's number one talk station, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Wide open forum. Yay! I love it. 609-407-1450. Tom Cantone, less than an hour away. And if all goes well, all season solar with Frank Neal in the fourth quarter. And I'm getting very excited because I believe – I believe that I will be earning two SREX during this month. Yes, I have until the 14th of May. And I think I'm going to do it. If not, it will be a whisker away and then I'll earn two the next month. So it doesn't matter. Uh, But I'm excited about that. This portion of Hurley in the Morning brought to us in part by United Methodist Communities at the Shores in Ocean City. We'll tell you more what's happening there a little bit later in the hour. We want to go to your calls first, 609-407-1450. I wanted to share. I needed like maybe two or three minutes. I don't have it now because I want to go to your calls. But last hour, I wanted to tell you about a very underrated singer, Lauren Allred. She did not appear in the Hugh Jackman, the great movie. I love it. The Greatest Showman. She did not appear her likeness, but she is the singer who performed angelically the song Never Enough. The woman you see playing Jenny Lind is not Lauren Allred. I vaguely heard of her name. I don't remember her name. But she does a really good job lip syncing. You think it's her. It's not her. It's Lauren Allred, who I learned a lot about this morning. I never knew she was on The Voice. I did, I think, know that she was on Britain's Got Talent, Simon Cowell, and that whole crew. But what a talent! What a voice! Very, very unsung, but extraordinarily talented. Starting to get her due a bit in her own right, because you don't see, you hear, and you think somebody else did it. You don't know. 609-407-1450, Sixers-Toronto tonight. Game three, Sixers can take a commanding three to Zippo lead, or Toronto will be right back in it if they can pull it off tonight and it'll be a 2-1 series welcome to hurley in the morning you're on the air
5: oh uh, yeah top of the morning um i got some skinny but it might not be acceptable to some because it comes from alternative media where, where else do i get my stuff from um i'm a cookie off you know wingnut from the uh, conspiratoria but anyway it doesn't come from cnn or mslsd msnbc or the bbc it comes from uh some uh, obscure alternative media sites from Eastern Europe and Australia, but anyway, in regard to the uh, Donetsk, Donetsk i am pronouncing it correctly or incorrectly—Donetsk theater that was bombed uh, March 16th, resulting in 300 uh, Ukrainian people losing their lives, which is unfortunate. But uh, many believe that was from Russian uh, firing. It could have been from a from a uh, hypersonic missile because it actually happened before the Russians even got there. Many believe it was caused by incendiary devices set off within causing an inside implosion and dumped by the Azov, which are neo-Nazis, they A-Z-O-V. And that's from Ukrainian citizens. Uh, they had roving reporters that were actually interviewing Ukrainian citizens on the street. Um, also, uh, the nine to 14-story high-rises uh, high were...
2: Flash, before you go a step further, would this, if it was internal, would this just be um, disagreement within their own country? Or are you saying to make you didn't say, but I'm asking, is this to make it look like it's Russia, to make them look even worse? Uh, because my belief is that Russia did launch hypersonic missiles and they have been bombing indiscriminately. What would it be about this particular internal job that is significant?
5: Now, what I meant by internal was not fired upon from outside but planted from within.
2: Oh, I got you. So by Russia or by someone in Ukraine? No.
5: By by this uh by this notorious uh, Azov regiment. And okay. I believe that's the truth because this has come from so Ukrainian citizenry that actually suffered because they said they have looked these uh, apartment uh, high-rise apartments there they're like nine story to 14 story high. They're fired upon from the outside and also sniper attacks were being done because you know because there were people are were frantic they're running back and forth uh, on each floor and they're being picked off and yes they identified them as not as russians the russians had not even gotten there by that time by the time they had deserted there was more than 300 people dead there was hundreds of people who were already dead and uh actually they thanked the russians for having food and supplies there because uh, had the russians not been there and i'm not a special pleader for uh uh, for, for Vladimir Putin at all, because uh, we have a corrupt government here, too. But if our government, but if our country was attacked from the outside, put a gun in my hand and I'll
2: fight back. By the but, way, you didn't do it, but there are some. It's not a lot of people, but there are some that are big time pro-Putin. Why, why would anybody be? I'm not saying that Ukraine is perfect, and I'm sure there was a, a, a terrific amount of corruption and things going on. But it seems really apparent to me that out of the two, Russia is the aggressor. Russia attacked Ukraine. And that when you look at these two, for me, Ukraine is the side to to stand with. But there are people standing with Putin. And I don't I don't understand that.
5: Yeah, well, from my point of view, here's I'm going to have to go ahead and say this right out because. Um, uh, I, I didn't, I kept it to myself because of, if you say that, yes, I, I admired Putin for something that he had done. And I also voted for Donald Trump. i well, see. He's one of those, uh, he's for that Russian collusion. There was Russian collusion after all, even the supporters of Donald Trump, this, that and the other, and all the other bull crap that they come up with. But anyway, the reason why I had been a supporter of Vladimir Putin is back in 2014 when, uh, which he called him ISIL, but ISIS, you know, uh, His Royal Highness uh, Barack Hussein Obama called him ISIL. (laughs) When ISIS was wreaking havoc across the Middle East and they were actually killing Eastern Orthodox Christians, men, women, and children, they actually, there were seven girls that were given the uh, choice of becoming good Muslim women and marrying off with these these so called good Muslim men or holding on to their Eastern Ukrainian, uh, Eastern Orthodox faith. And uh, they did the sign of the cross, which told the Muslims that, that that's what they were going to choose to do, was to the Lord to Jesus Christ. And they were inside of a cage, and that cage was lowered in water, and they were drowned to death. So it was actually Vladimir Putin that was actually stopping uh, ISIS. But the whole thing is, is that— Well,
2: that was one of those occasions where the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Uh, and I do recall that error. They, they were drowning people in cages. And I don't have time to get into it now, but there, we did back then. There's a reason— there is a, a very specific reason why Obama called them ISIL. And it always sounded strange. And nobody else did. And the L is Levant. And you, Flash, right. as the Rush chairman of the conspiratorium, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That is not an accident that he yes. called it that. It was, yeah. it was by design that he called it that. And it was part of his own philosophical radical makeup. Flash, I've got to go. I enjoyed the conversation. When we come back, more of your phone calls uh such as you at 609-407-1450. I am humbly yours, early in the morning, and this is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. Your calls all this hour. So there are some open phone lines. Get in there right now. 609 609- 407 1450 to talk about whatever is important to you. I share with you in the 6 o'clock hour some of the things that are important to me that I think also you will find interesting and important. But Open Forum is all about you. 609-407-1450. Jump in. Phone lines are not clear, but we have a few open phone lines. 609-407-1450. The great Tom Cantone at 805 Frank Neal, all-season solar at 9.
3: The truth and nothing but. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute.
4: Your parents' Democratic Party is dead. I mean, think about it. The Democrats of old, you used to have more conservative Democrats that, you know, more like Joe Manchin. You know, and I don't agree with Joe Manchin on everything. But, you know, West Virginia voters, they're kind of, they're... They're America first people, salt of the earth people. Get up every day, work hard, play by the rules, pay their taxes, obey the laws, and they're getting screwed. Because if you look at Bloomberg and the Biden inflation Index, Mis- misery index that they are calculating, you know, Biden's inflation is costing the average household $5,200 a year. It's bad.
6: Keeping you on the straight path. Later today, it's the
3: Sean Hannity Show.
1: Are you a real estate investor looking to refinance one or more of your properties? Most lenders only work with cookie cutter W-2 borrowers. At Cash Call Mortgage, we have loans designed specifically for investment properties. We qualify customers based on the cash flow from the investment property. Borrowers can get up to $2.5 million. That's right, $2.5 million. No tax returns or employment verification needed for our investment property loans and absolutely no lender or broker fees. If you're a real estate investor looking to refinance a mortgage on one or more of your investment properties, give Cash Call Mortgage a try. To see if you qualify, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call now, 800-940-0226. That's 800-940-0226. 800-940-0226. Cash Call Mortgage is a DBA of Impact Mortgage Corp. NMLS ID 128231. Not all applicants will qualify. Equal housing lender. Licensed by California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation. Residential Mortgage Lending Act. License number 4131083. Not licensed in all states including New York. Call eight five five six five seven ninety nine ten for licensing terms and restrictions. Or visit CashCallMortgage.com.
0: Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio
2: 95.5. I'll tease it at the bottom of the hour, but if you get a chance, check out the story that I filed this morning. In fact, it's not even one of the three that I'm promoting uh this morning but it it it's up and you can check it out Uh, my heart is heavy on this issue of recreational marijuana the crda approved the first atlantic city store location it still has to get the approval of the uh cannabis tribunal of justice it's got some kind of name it's in the story um cannabis commission or something has to get that approval which i guess it will um But I've just really closely monitored every state where this happens, and the result is never good. Loss of productivity, the revenue is not what you think it's going to be, not good. Dropout rate in school, and we just keep making these counterculture decisions, and, and I guess then wonder why. Things are proceeding the way that they are. Another story that's up on your app and at WPGtalkradio.com, uh, Van Drew responds to Governor Murphy with respect to this gender identity stuff and, and teaching sex education to six and seven year olds. Come on. I'm telling you, if you did that in your life, you'd be a Megan's list offender. How how is this even possible? that this can happen it's got to stop this stuff we're losing our country and most people don't care most people don't know <laughs> welcome to Hurley in the morning you're on the air
7: good morning Harry uh hold on to that thought about the recreational marijuana because I'm going to get to that but uh when you were talking about ISIL I'm. Um, um, I'm screaming at the radio because, yeah, this was, this was a thing that Obama did, and a lot of people don't even know what the heck it was, and, yes, the Levant. Now, you tell me if I'm wrong. As a Muslim, Obama would say Levant because, he, remember, he said, we are going to degrade, ultimately degrade and destroy ISIL. Well, if you say ISIL, you're including Israel. Am I wrong?
2: I don't I don't think you're wrong at all. And the reason there has to be a reason he did it, because nobody else said ISIL. Every every normal person we know, every report ever made has said ISIS. So, yeah, I mean, I I'm I'm not even reluctantly agreeing with you. I I don't what else would it be?
7: Well, yeah. So it's the word the word ISIL includes a larger geographical area, which would include Israel. And we know how he treated Israel. We know how he treated Netanyahu. I mean, you know, his middle name is Hussein. It's not a Christian name. It's a Muslim name.
2: Right. Right. Now, he does not acknowledge being a Muslim, though. He acknowledges being a Christian.
7: I understand that, Harry, but it wouldn't be the first time somebody lied. Remember takia, where you're, you're per, in, in the Muslim religion, taqiyya, you are permitted to lie as long as the lie is to further spread Islam. It's a dispensation given to Muslims. You are permitted to tell a lie if that lie, the purpose of it, is to further spread Islam. So him saying he's a Christian, you know, look at what the man says or what he does. Remember, remember when he compared Christians to uh, to the uh, he talked about he compared Christians of of, of the Crusades to modern day ISIS.
2: Correct. And look, his record is well documented. The Dalai Lama had to enter by garbage bags, you know, uh, in the back. Uh, the way he treated Netanyahu, the way he treated the United Kingdom, his father hated the United Kingdom, hated Israel. The son followed. I mean, it's and then, of course, he was rewarded with like 80 some percent of the Jewish vote. I still don't understand it. Biden has lost some. I think Biden is now down to about 58 or 60 percent of the Jewish vote in America. I, I don't I don't know what it will take Uh but the, the monolithic tendencies that, that I chronicle here on the program, they're mind-blowing to me.
6: Yeah.
7: All right, let's get to the, let's get to the uh, uh, recreational marijuana. So you know how the other day I, I connected these dots? You know, the, the, the opium, the poppies come from Afghanistan, world's largest producer. From, from poppies, you make opium. From opium, you make heroin. Then you have the fentanyl made in China then the fentanyl, the the heroin is laced with the fentanyl, comes in through the southern border. So we've, we've provided a place to make the poisons, the drugs. We've provided an easy way for them to get in. Now, here we have, you talked about the dropout rate. You talked about uh, no motivation, no incentive. Um, you look at what they've been doing with children with the closing of schools the past two years. We look at, young children still being masked, which has set them back. They have to redo the calculations as to how a young child develops. they've, They've extended it six months now as to the number of words a child should be able to speak by a certain age. They can't see people's faces with the masks, so they can't speak. So if Again, and I always talk about the long ball with the Democrats. So if you make sure that you poorly educate your children or prevent them from being properly educated, and then you also legalize recreational drugs and, and you rec- uh, legalize um, uh, gateway drugs, even as you're importing stronger drugs that these people will eventually get into... You can ensure that the next generation will be poorly educated with no motivation, probably into at least recreational drugs. And then what have you done? The next generation you've created is a dependent generation who cannot support themselves properly and who then turn to the Democrats to get the free checks to support themselves. And as I say, The more people you get addicted to government checks, the more powerful the people issuing the checks become. This is the long ball that the Democrats are playing. Uh, They're they're making sure the next generation will be dependent on them.
2: And let's let's give credit where credit's due, even though it's disgusting. Uh, They're very good at it.
7: Oh my God, they're, they're very good at it. Absolutely, this is this is their raison d'être, if you know French. And I and I to ask. I wanted to ask you this yesterday, Harry. Does it? Am I wrong, or does it seem like any time an issue comes up, and Obama did this too? Any time an issue comes up, they dilly dally. They say, we're not going to do this, we're not going to do that, we're not going to do this, we're not going to do that. And then as time goes on, and then the issue becomes a crisis, then they're kind of pushed into doing the very things that they said they wouldn't do.
2: Yes, and I commented on that yesterday uh, vis-a-vis drilling on federal lands. That was knocked out. During the campaign and if he won and knocked out on day one with executive orders and now it's back in play. You're absolutely correct on that point. Here's another thing. The exact opposite works as well. And I've got to jump in like the next 30 seconds. But the exact opposite also works. They announced a month ago Title 42 is out as of May 23rd. They, it was it was their announcement slash trial balloon, but it was a formal announcement with a date specific. And so let's see how that plays. Whoa, this isn't playing well. And now you have nine senators, one member of Congress uh, joining the Republicans, uh, and you're going to see Title 42 is not going to be knocked out on May 23rd. So what you said is true, and they are so deliciously... Consistently inconsistent, that the exact opposite is also true. Things they say they won't do, they ultimately wind up doing, and then things they say they're going to do, they don't wind up doing. Both are true. Can you give me? Yeah, give me thirty more. Do you, you agree? Do you do you agree with that comment? Oh, a, hundred, a thousand percent. All right, go. Can you give
7: me thirty more? Yeah, seconds? go. Go. Okay. Okay. So my my feeling is they purposely. Wait until these things become crises, but then they do the things they said they wouldn't do under the guise of trying to help the crises, but it's already too late. But at least they could say, well, look, we listen to the people and we were reasonable and rational. We did what you asked us to do, but see, they want the crisis. So they waited initially. But so they can they, they, they get the benefit of having the crisis that they can take advantage of while still being able to make the claim that we were rational and reasonable. We listened to the people and we and we did what we said we wouldn't do because that's what the people wanted.
2: Spot on, Andy. Got to run spot on. It is 32 minutes past the hour. More of your phone calls coming up right after the break. Don't go away. 609-407-1450, an open phone line that Andy just freed up. Tom Cantone coming up at 8.05. All-season solar and Frank Neal at 9.05. A lot of open forum, though. Straight ahead. Next, on Hurley in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. This is the
1: Town Square, New Jersey, Info and Weather Network.
2: And it's Harry Hurley with three stories that you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Atlantic City Mayor Small proposing big salary increases in Atlantic City. Salary increases for all. Angeloni's two restaurant and lounge sign crashes to the ground. It was up with strong pipes and cables and the, the wind, the storm was that bad. It's down, but it'll be up within the next couple of weeks before you know it. And Congressman Van Drew has responded to Governor Murphy regarding gender identity and sex education.
1: the Town Square, New Jersey, Info and Weather Network. I'm Chris Coleman for Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. It appears that all will be quiet in the world of South Jersey weather for the rest of this week and even through the upcoming weekend with some great springtime weather ahead of us. A little chilly this morning, but lots of sunshine today with a high of 60 this afternoon. Clear tonight, low of 43. More sunshine tomorrow, 62. Even better for Friday. Sunshine with a high of 70. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today.
0: Hurley in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
2: Thank you. It's 39 minutes past the hour. 609-407-1450 Wide Open Forum continues on the Hurley in the Morning program on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. We have Tom Cantone, the president of sports and entertainment, corporate uh, president from uh, Mohegan Sun. Looking forward to that coming up at 8.05. And all-season solar, Frank Neal, in today's 9 o'clock hour. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hey, Harry. I just want to echo off of Andy's
8: comment about the long game. Uh, If you want to see the Democrats playing the long game, just go to nj.gov. And look at the most recent gun legislation. They're talking about sweeping safety packages. Now, I moved from Florida to New Jersey, and I've had a lot of people say, why would you do that? You know, I'm not, not, I'm not knocking on New Jersey, right? But what's going on, if you want to see it, it's right there. In fact, if I would have seen this legislation right here that says that uh, um, on the NJ.gov, that says that in order for me to move to the state, I would have to declare every firearm that I have and have it registered, I would have never moved here. And these are the types of things they're trying to pass now. And if you want to talk about the frog in the boiling water, I mean, I don't think that the people in New Jersey really understand exactly what is going on because they're not they're not uh, coming here from a different place. They're leaving here and going to other places. If we want to welcome people to move to New Jersey, we need to try to get this under control. And it's not the state. It's the legislation. It's the government. We need to get involved because this is, this is getting – I mean, if you go to nj.gov, you can read it for yourself. There's the long game right there. They don't want you to have firearms. They want you to stay stoned, and they want to they want to be able to give you what you need so that you do everything that they say. It's horrible. It's getting a lot worse. Well, we're not even talking about the legislation.
2: Yeah, you look – there's no question, Kevin. I mean, you look at the outbound migration. Uh, it is staggering. People are speaking with their feet. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, and if they want us to
8: move here, you know, when you put things in place like – putting an electronic signature if you purchase ammunition from anywhere in the united states they want to attach electronic signature to count every single bullet that you purchase here in the state of new jersey that's on nj.gov that's not me challenging times aren't they it, it sure is i just encourage citizens to go to nj.gov and read these long game moves that the that uh, Governor Murphy is making and, and, and at least get involved in politics. We need more good common sense legislation. Stop putting everything under the guise of safety, gun safety legislation. This is not gun safety. This is a violation of our constitutional right.
2: By the way, I have no insight on this. I mean, w- we are friendly. Um, I would even say we're friends. But he's never said this to me, and I'm not speaking out of school on the topic. But I think there's a very good chance that Governor Murphy is running for president.
8: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, I think so. Wow. I just feel it. He hasn't said it. Well, if the election... If
8: the election goes like it did the last time, there's a good possibility he'll be elected. And I want to add one more thing about this, okay? You know, if if we know what their long game is, and we know that the things that happen with the voting and with the non-folded ballots and all that stuff is really going on, we have proof that's happening. We know that those votes, let's just call it a certain percentage of them, whatever they are, were bought, right? Well, if those votes were bought, then why don't we offer up a donation... To the person who sold those votes to come for, to come forward and make a public statement about what it was they did. We'll give them 300 bucks for being honest.
2: Well, there's a lot going on out there. There's no doubt about it. The thing we have to guard against, we have to keep winning in the positions that have the power to control the method of voting. I called it out more than two years in advance, Kevin. I saw it happening in Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan. You could name The key battleground state one after the other, the Soros project, Democrats in general winning, changing the way that people vote, uh, knocking uh, down what were fair laws with respect to uh, what constitutes a lawful ballot, uh, signature verification. You could go on and on and on if if we would have had there is no doubt about this, even with the pandemic, without it, it's not even a contest, but even with the pandemic. If they didn't get away with changing all the ways that people vote in the 2020 election, Joe Biden would never have defeated President Trump. You take Georgia, for example. They went from I think it was five percent declination, meaning bad ballots, knocked out for bad signatures and all kinds of reasons, not trying to take a legal vote and throwing it away but not allowing a vote that's not proper to count. It went from 5% declination down to 0.3 or 0.4. That's Georgia. That's two Senate seats and the state of Georgia for Biden in two successive elections just by changing the voting methods. That's what we have to guard against. And it seems like the Republicans are doing a much better job. Heading, And that's why Democrats are flipping out. They know they're going to lose and they're already trying to illegitimize the results of an election that hasn't even taken place yet. Kevin, good call. I've got to jump. One open line because I just freed it up at 609-407-1450. You're the next caller (laughs) as soon as we come back. And we've got a lot of calls standing. Let's keep it going. The momentum is outstanding. Right here with you on the Hurley in the Morning program, WPG. Talk Radio, 95.5 because of you. South Jersey's number one talk station. We'll be back. Your calls continue next.
0: The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by ambient comfort. For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586, AmbientComfortNJ.com. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. All right,
2: I need the last two minutes of the hour because there is a Facebook comment that I want to make that just needs to be said i'm actually thinking about posting something almost like a um like a a lab experiment i'll I'll get to that first your calls welcome to hurley in the morning you're on the air
9: good morning harry my son-in-law's facebook page was hacked he just notified us yesterday
2: now was his page hacked or is it that thing where they just open up another account in your name
9: i don't know
2: because everybody says oh my account was hacked and it's usually not they just i've had it happen to me twice in the last week i'm I'm like a i have a phd in that in that happening Uh, i don't know what they think they're accomplishing but they take your picture they open up another account harry hurley then they go to your friends list and 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 ask for them to to be friends all over again i don't know what they're trying to accomplish But usually you can shut them down rather quickly. But you can. I have also been hacked where I couldn't get into my own account. Uh, And that's a scary feeling. It's it's, you feel violated.
9: I agree with you. We are losing our country. And if we don't win this 22 election, we lost our country.
2: Yeah, fortunately, we will win the 22 election. The House has won. The Senate is still in doubt.
9: Well, speaking of
2: the Senate, how do you feel about Oz? Well, President Trump feels good enough about him that he picked him. He would typically not be my full cup of tea because I think he he has a past that's pretty liberal. But I want to give him a little bit of budge room because look at the space he was in. He was in the entertainment space. So I want to believe we're meeting the real Dr. Oz as someone that wants to become a public servant and – I'm willing to look past what I think is a more liberal existence that he had before. Uh, You can tell the liberals are with the long knives out coming to get him. President Trump is a smart guy. He looked at the whole field and he picked Oz. I'm okay with that. Sean Hannity, I trust he's with Oz. I think Oz will be fine.
9: How do you feel about the Muslim, Dr. Oz, who says he'll be the first Muslim senator? That bothers me, the first Muslim senator. Well, I I hate
2: all these things, the first this, the first that, because that's that's this whole gender identity stuff uh, where everything is predicated upon race and dividing and all that. I, I don't like any of that. Run as the best person and win.
9: Well, it's not even about dividing. It's about Sharia versus the Constitution. Yeah, I, so you need to... Well, com- no, I
2: get what you're saying. You know, look, we this is not a first. I mean, we've had people that refuse to get uh, sworn in with their hand on the Bible. I We've had someone sworn in with their hand on the Quran. Uh, I don't I don't like any of it. This is America.
9: Those that haven't been the first haven't been the best either. So uh, so all of a sudden we go from one Muslim to... to um, Two, three.
2: Well, let's put it this way, though. It's much better for someone to come out and say who and what they are than for someone to be a wolf in sheep's clothing and say they're a Christian and then have other, um, plans in, in, in store. So I actually respect someone coming right out front and saying, you know, their agenda and who they are and what they are. At least he's up front.
9: The thing that, well, that's not even that's that, that that's all nice and everything like that. But the problem is is Sharia, whether what kind of person he is, uh, you know, socially or otherwise. When you get down to talking about the United States Constitution and Bill of Rights and Sharia and to to T- it, it's incompatible.
2: I agree. I agree with you completely. But this is America, and if he's out front and he's saying this is who I am, uh, and this is my faith. and he he is elected, then that's a representative republic that we have. People like Ilan Omar can win. People like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez can win. That's just – that's the strength and, unfortunately, the weakness of our country, and that's why a democracy – this is a a representative republic, not a democracy, as you know. A lot of our elected officials don't know that, which is kind of scary. They think we're a democracy. We're not. But that's why the shelf life is 100 years. We're on borrowed time. We're in trouble.
9: Well, Amer- America can lose bigly. And there, there, there was concern about when it was referenced to when they were referenced as musclemen, the Muslims. And that's when uh, Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin and all those are involved. I mean, they Hey, for- listen,
2: Jefferson had a Quran in his library, uh, you know, so the, there was well, a- he
9: had to. Yeah. He had to learn about he yeah. had to learn about saving, saving Americans. My yeah. gosh, he figured out what they all were at that time. And they would say, this just uh, this doesn't uh, this doesn't work. We're not putting up with it.
2: Yep. Let me jump, Linda. It's a great call. I want to share this comment on Facebook. And Linda, sorry to hear about uh, your son. And I hope it's really just the, the the latter and not the former. If he's hacked, that's a nightmare because you can't get into your account. People can post stuff. They have access to stuff. It's a nightmare. That's only happened to me once. And, boy, it was tough. It was tough to crack that. This thing of where they open another account with your picture and your name, and, and, and that's just aggravating. That's really when people say, oh, you've been hacked. You haven't been hacked. Somebody's just opened up a fake account. That's all that is. And you usually can shut it down. Facebook is very good about shutting that down. Let me tell you something they're not very good at. Let me give you an update. One year ago, I wrote an article that I had done eight years in a row. And it's when Talkers Magazine comes out with their top 100 most important talk radio hosts in America. And we've been on it. We're grateful for that. We thank our listeners, we thank our advertisers. I thank Townsquare Media, Michael Rubel, our whole team, and everybody. And it, how could that ever be offensive? Well, they took my post down last year, and they said it violated community standards. And, and they told me they're so busy because of COVID-19 that they wouldn't be able to get back to me to explain why. So that was just bizarre. I wrote the same thing this year. They didn't take it down. Uh, and it wasn't just me. They took down uh, Dana Lash and a whole bunch of other people that did the same thing I did. So this year they didn't do it. And I was very happy about that. And hundreds of people have liked it and commented. And I'm very grateful. Uh, my brother sh- shared with me about a half hour ago that people that are posting right now the picture of Joe Biden shaking hands with the air. Facebook is putting that as false. This is incredible. They have fake fact checkers. This is why I keep saying we desperately need need to win these elections. And we absolutely, this is why I'm rooting so, so much for Elon Musk to win Twitter. If he wins Twitter, I I have an account. I don't use it. So if if I ever haven't gotten back to you, I just don't even use it. I've got a few thousand followers and I don't even do anything with it. But if Elon Musk wins Twitter, I will become active on Twitter. But this censoring that goes one way only where you could say anything about Trump, but you can't say the truth about Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. What was Joe Biden doing then? Evidently, Facebook is saying he was just gesturing to the crowd a handshake like like he was shaking the crowd's hand. Give me a break. Come on. Stop it already. The lies that they tell. But even if that's true, you should still be able to post what you believe to be true. So other than my thank you when we got top 100 and they took it down, I've never been sanctioned by Facebook. I've never had anything happen. But I'm thinking about putting that up with my opinion This is my opinion, that Joe Biden is shaking hands with the air, not the crowd, and then see if they put false on it. I don't know. I I guess, what do I need to do it for? They're already doing it, so I I don't need to. What what, what would that be? So I I prove that they did it to me, too. It's already happening to everybody that's doing it. This is how rigged and dirty the game is. Tom Cantone joins us next on Hurley in the Morning.
0: WPGG Atlantic City WENJ HD3 Millville A Town Square media station Everything you need to know in 6 minutes Starts now From Harry Hurley Way In the World's Playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to
1: congratulate my friend, Harry
0: Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield. It's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
2: And that would be South Jersey's number one talk station all because of you, and we know it. Ladies and gentlemen, on the Hurley in the Morning Newsmaker line is the corporate president from Mohegan Sun Entertainment, the corporate president of sports and entertainment. And uh, I want to say, because it feels like a lifetime, my lifetime-long friend, but it's well over 40-some years, Tom Cantone. Tom, welcome to Hurley in the Morning.
10: Harry. When you call, I get so energized. I get so excited because there is no one better that does what you do and gets me going. So and I know everybody enjoys it. So happy, happy uh, hump day. I guess that's the word. Yeah. But
2: you know what? I know the way you live your life. This hump day thing doesn't exist with you and I because we love what we do so it's not like, oh my God, it's Wednesday. We got to get through Wednesday. Then I can see to, to the end of the week because 80% of America hates their job, Tom. You know that, right?
10: It's true. And, you know, and I, a great story. I, you know, ran into one of my guys and I said, how's it going? He goes, ah, same SOS, same old, you know what. And I went, hey, let me stop you there. And I had a talk with him. And I said, every day, Every day is special. You know, there's a lot of people that would love to have your day, including those 3,000 people who didn't make it and they were jumping out of windows and blah, blah, blah. He stopped, he stopped me he said, Tom, you're so right. You're so right. He says, I, I'll never say that again. So fast forward weeks later, I saw him. I said, how's it going? He goes, Tom, having a great day.
2: <laughs> oh, I love it. It's just a whole – It's you change someone's perspective, actually made him rethink and appreciate And I was thinking about something right before airtime. It was April 3rd, and because of you, I am friends with Tony Orlando. And I want to share a few quick stories for your comment. The first story is Margie and I are driving for our booster shot. So that would have been the third shot, I guess. No, it may have been. I I don't remember now. I, I think it was the second shot, but anyhow. No, no. In fact, it was the booster shot. And I'll tell you why, because I, I remember being in this gymnasium uh, and getting it. So anyhow, it's the booster shot for COVID-19. Uh, I know you had Moderna. We had Pfizer. So anyhow, we're on our way and the phone rings and it's Tony Orlando. And I pick up and I know it's him because it lights up on the phone and he's just checking in. To the FFL club, which, of course, you created, Tom, and and you granted me membership, which has privileges. Uh, And Tony said, Harry, I'm just calling to tell you I love you and that we're friends. We're not fake friends. We're real friends. And he said, I want to make sure that we talk to each other at least a couple times a month. And Tom, that that is a famous entertainer of generations, a lister, that is just a real deal human being. You have to understand,
10: uh, people don't understand the significance of this.
2: There are a lot
10: of people who are extremely successful in life, who have had the privilege of being on the top of the world television specials, TV series, hit records, um, performing for six presidents, being honored everywhere in the military, and on and on and on. Couldn't walk down the street, Tony Orlando and Dawn, when they had number one records. And I always said he could teach a lesson in how to be humble, and how to be respectful and genuine, um, you know, he's just a walking example of a great American and boy, you know, he, what he said to you is real. He takes the time to make sure his FFLs, you know, he checks in with, and he said the sort of the same thing to me when he w- he wanted to make it clear, by the way, if I'm a little out of breath, don't get excited. I'm at the gym.
2: I understand <laughs> you're working out. You're taking I'm good care. Out.
10: I start my day every day and he said to me, Tom, whether you book me ever again or not, we are going to be brothers. I don't want you to have the pressure to think that you have to book me to be friends, to be family. I don't care if you ever book me again. I'm going to still be your friend for life. That's the, way. now can you apply that to anybody Who's had half of his success today or the ones today to ever say that.
2: No, no, Tom, it's unheard of, which makes him special. And one other quick story that Tom knows about, because I called Tom right after it happened. I called Tony on his birthday because we are friends because of Tom. And it's his birthday, April 3rd. So just a few weeks ago. And he was in vegas so i waited until later in the day i knew he was in vegas and he had one more day uh on on a tour that he was doing there it was the last night of his show so he he knows it's me when i call harry i said tony happy birthday i'm just calling to wish you a happy birthday he flips the whole story on how important i am how much he loves listening to the show that he does and this and this and this and goes on and on and on i say tony I said, it's your birthday, you know, and he goes and he turns he turns the conversation away from him to make the person he is speaking with feel special. That's Tony Orlando, isn't it?
10: No, 100 percent. He 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 first and foremost puts you first. And, you know, we always have a thing here that I've been preaching for years and leadership is people first. You've got to put people first, and great things will always happen. You know, in our business, product and profit will always follow. you got to get the people part right. He gets it right. I've used him, by the way, for a motivational speaker here years ago at Mohegan and standing ovation, you know, standing ovation. His story, you could drop a name, name anything, name anything, Frank Sinatra, Don Rickles, um, any president. He was there, front row center and he'll tell it's a ringside seat he was at my house for dinner one time and this is right when the first time we really ever sat down socially and <clears throat> my Puerto Rican mother-in-law makes these pastelis, and he's mm-hmm. half Puerto Rican and he loves it And so we made him a special homemade meal like that. So we sat around for hours and hours listening to stories. A lot of it couldn't be printed today because of behind the scenes stuff and confidentiality and all that. But boy, did I get a history lesson in American pop culture, how he discovered Barry Manilow and did things, wrote songs. He was a record company executive as well in the time when selling records was everything i mean you literally had to go and buy a record today you don't have to do that it's it's a cheap way of of being number one back then you literally had to stand in line go to a store yeah so he he did he was behind the scenes on all that stuff telling me things about presidents uh, just incredible stories. I don't even know how he, me- he remembers
2: it all. And I told him, I said, "Harry or Tony, you should write a book. You got to write Tom, a book." Tom, he should write a book. Hold it right there. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back in just a couple of minutes. More with Tom Cantone, president of sports and entertainment, the corporate president at Mohegan Sun Entertainment. Tom Cantone continues, and and every single time Tom is with us, uh, oh my gosh, I get so much beautiful feedback. From our great guest listeners, um, that you motivate, Tom. And I tease, I say that in my next life, I'm going to be, I'm just going to have a simple white business card and it's going to say, Harry Hurley, life coach. It's not like I think I know it all, but I watch some of these people make huge, colossal mistakes that are preventable. And I know, Tom, you have such a pedigree in this area i want to ask you think you don't even need to think about it you're ready to roll 24/7 but you have a couple of minutes to think about it i want you to comment on what will smith did at the oscars what he did to his career we know now the disposition the 10 year suspension and all of that he gets to keep the oscar but he's out for 10 years but what would you do as tom cantone tlc tom l cantone Thomas L Cantone, life coach, what would you do to fix him? Because his brand which was on top of the world, it shows you how quickly you can go from the penthouse to the outhouse. What would you offer up when we come back? How will Smith can reemerge after what he did with the slap in the face to Chris Rock, who incidentally the opposite, he handled it beautifully including telling the police not to arrest Will Smith. He handled his business, and he is now sold out for like the next umpteen months that he's got dates uh, on the calendar. Exact opposite. That that has been a boom for him and a disaster for Will Smith. We'll get Tom's take on that. After all, he is the man that literally wrote the book, Bookum. Tom Cantone, and respectfully yours.
0: Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and
2: 1450
0: AM. WPG Talk Radio
2: 95.5. Hey, thank you. With Tom Cantone, it's 22 minutes past the hour. Just a quick preamble. I've, al- I've always said this, Tom. The American people are forgiving people. The American people love comeback stories. Unless Will Smith totally blows it, there will be a comeback uh, because it's it just it's almost nature. It happens unless you completely blow it like O.J. Simpson or something, you know, th- then I, I take that comment back. But other than something like that, the American people love a comeback story. I believe Will Smith will have a comeback. He has done some contrite things since that arrogant evening. But I want to get your take on what happened. And I do know, and I'm sure you're going to bring it up. I do know you you have in the past and you have booked Chris Rock. uh, Comment on the whole situation. Then also put on your Tom Cantone life coach hat on what you would do from here. Because he can't change what he did. But he does have control of what he does going forward. Take it away, Tom.
10: Well, I think like all of us. Uh, you know we saw just absolutely terrible behavior uh, and and what lesson does that send to the kids out there to people who think they can just go up and slap somebody and and take that behavior to the next level uh, it, it was and Chris Rock of course handled it r- really well. I don't know if you know this or not, but I have Chris Rock coming. <laughs> It was, this, you know, I kiddingly say where there's a will, there's a way, <laughs> because it, it it did affect our ticket sales uh, like you wouldn't believe. I mean, th- there was a surge at all of his his uh, shows for the, the tour he's on right now. We got him coming early June. Um, I think, like everything else, you know, can you imagine what we just talked about? Can you imagine Tony Orlando getting up out of his seat? Now, in, keep it in perspective. Tony was as hot as he was. Yeah. And, he, and he is. And he's a front row seat. Imagine Tony getting up and doing that and then following it up with the worst verbal abuse ever recorded on television. And not only once, but twice. And can you imagine that? So I think, you know, the best advice I could give him is to let time stay off the radar yeah. just let time heal itself so, a little bit so smart when you when you do come in to play it's kind it's it's um, remorseful it's um everything that would tug at your hearts maybe you know and i saw the spin that came out you know and, and you know about the hair thing and all had nothing to do with that i i, I just think you know it's funny because i was right away when i when i saw it i went wait a minute and he laughed and so did she and you know you cannot it's another but then what
2: happened was then she had his wife jada pinkett smith had a look on her face that could kill and that's when uh will smith's worst demons came out if that look hadn't happened You're right. He was. And I've covered this, Tom. He was laughing. The other thing I wanted to know, and I found it out very quickly. It was just important to me to know. Did did Chris Rock know that Jada Pinkett Smith had alopecia? The answer to that question is no, he did not know. So it was merely a joke. And that's what comedians used to be able to do, Tom.
10: Yeah, I uh, Bill Maher who, you know, is way to the left, has come around full circle. First of all, he's a comedian. Second of all, you know, he's getting tired of woke and everything and and how overreactive we now are as, as a culture and a society. And
2: this whole bogus cancel culture stuff, all of it. And, and you know, to hear him talk
10: about it, I, I encourage everyone to YouTube him. He really has done an unbelievable job in putting it in perspective and in a, in a funny way. But it's comedy. It's comedy. It's you know, you have to learn to laugh at yourself.
2: You know, I would hate to be a comedian right now. I know. Oh my gosh, it's impossible, Tom. Before we get to the bottom of the hour break, let's do a couple of minutes from you on the good actor in this. And that is Chris Rock, because I've given him his due. He got his face slapped. And I'm going to tell you, other than it was an open hand, I mean, that was an. And remember, he played Muhammad Ali. He learned how leverage and how to to actually throw punches. That was one of the hardest slaps. You heard the sound and you saw Chris Rock, his face fly to the um I guess it would have been to his right. And then because uh, he got hit. On his, I guess, it, yeah, it would have been to his right. He got hit stage left or stage right, but the left side of his cheek as hard as you can get hit uh, with an open hand. And he kind of buckled a little bit down and bent down as he was getting hit and went with it. And he stayed such a professional. I, I, I was amazed that Chris Rock was able to perform the way that he did. He comes out of this a big time winner Tom.
10: No question. It's a lesson in how to behave when someone else has terrible behavior and you know, you talk about privilege, you know, the Hollywood privilege, you know. I I I loved um uh I forget who the interview was, but he, he people were more upset that that he got a standing ovation uh and how sickening that was to see the hollywood you know
2: elite stand comes at our feet yeah they took they picked sides they chose will smith in that moment that didn't that didn't what is the expression tom we have to go to the break we'll come back strong if you can stay for one more segment i'll negotiate with tom uh, i should have talked to him up front with how much time he had if you can do another segment tom it would be awesome and if you can't uh, i'll explain when we come back but there's no doubt about that. What you just said was so on point. They chose Will Smith, who almost got taken out of the Academy Awards show, if it wasn't for Chris Rock saying, like, I don't want to press charges. And in America, when you commit a crime, you know, what, do you, what the bank manager says, no, no, I don't want to commit a, I don't want to file the, the police complaint. He, I, he stole the money. I, You know, I don't I don't want to file the complaint. Uh. So they didn't they didn't charge him. He should have been charged. Uh, th- that was that was felonious stuff. Uh, that was assault and battery. He did both the verbal attack and the physical attack. A and B, they call it. Uh, and they chose him. But as we talk about in life, some things don't age well. That didn't age well at all. We'll be back in just a few minutes. I am Hurley in the Morning with Tom Cantone. This is WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 because of you. South Jersey's number one talk station.
1: This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network.
2: At 30 minutes past the hour, exactly. This is Hurley in the Morning with three stories that you can follow right now on our WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 app. Atlantic City Mayor Marty Small proposing big Salary increases for all 850 employees, $7,500 each. Angeloni's 2 Restaurant and Lounge, the sign has crashed down during that bad storm. Alan will have it back up in a couple of weeks. Congressman Van Drew responds to Governor Murphy on gender identity and sex education for second and third graders.
1: From the Town Square, New Jersey, Info and Weather Network, I'm Chris Coleman for Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Our average high temperature for the middle of April is 64 degrees and we'll be right around that mark for the next several days with some great springtime weather ahead of us. A little chilly this morning, but we'll get up to 60 this afternoon with lots of sunshine. Clear tonight, back down to 43. A little warmer tomorrow, sunshine in 62. And then Friday looks excellent, sunshine and 70. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's
3: talk station. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM, 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Thank
2: you, great one. Here's another great one. Tom Cantone, and we've got him for another nine minutes. Let's make it count. Comment, and then we'll cover some uh, additional ground. Comment on how Chris Rock was able to stay so professional. I think a lot of people would have just melted down and not been able to continue. But he took it, he kinda played off it. I just got the blank slapped out of me by Will Smith. He and then he went right back and just did I thought a phenomenal job under unforeseen impossible circumstances. Your thoughts?
10: I think at first he was stunned. And obviously he thought it was going to be a joke. When he came up, you could tell that, you know, the buddy-buddy thing, like maybe he was going to say something and and he would run with it. But when he got hit, I think he he went, oh, wow. And, you know, he was stunned. So it took him a second or two to fast-forward it to what he should do mentally. And when he was then being verbally abused on live television around the world, yeah. uh, he then said, Okay, I won't say anything. And then he looked over and he came up with the lines Wow, that was a, a historic for yes. um, Oscars or something like that. That'll go down in history or, or some line like that. And then he went on with it. But you could tell that, you know, he, at the professional that he was, you know, had to keep it together and present the award. But they showed him, you know, after the award was, he was still like being, like in a fight. He was knocked down. He was stunned. And it took him a while to shake it off. Uh, but he shook it off so well that everyone, you know, felt for him. He, the sympathy was with him, not for uh, his, for Will Smith's wife who, you know, by the way, and Bill Maher said it best. You know, everybody has a hair loss problem, and you know it's not like cancer. And that's pretty much what what everyone was thinking. And he did it in a way that the show must go on. But it ruined the the other thing of the standing ovation. It also, and many people at the you know, many stars and people that were award worthy, said it ruined their night. It ruined their moment. Their hard work all year long was taken away. The celebration for everybody else was taken away. And I think, you
2: know... Tom, you couldn't say that any better. That's the only thing that this particular Academy Awards will ever be known for. You might forget the year, but if you say, hey, do you remember that Academy Awards when Will Smith smacked Chris Rock in the face? That's all that that will be known for.
10: Absolutely.
2: And and
10: also how how to your point chris handled it yeah you know and i can't wait to you know we're, we're sort of friends and i know him over the over the years and he when he rolls in here he may have more to say but he's not talking about it
2: and he's being very classy about it um you know and let, let me brag about you for a minute because we only have five minutes tom has a strict out here at 45 minutes past the hour uh for for an appointment he has to get to what does it mean to you as the booker the 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 man who wrote the book, Book'em. Uh you have this sort of fortuitous instinct, this good luck, good fortune for for more than forty years. I mean what a relevant booking that you're gonna have him right around the corner from this unprecedented event. Talk about this from your perspective.
10: Well it's the best marketing tool I think anybody <laughs> could ever come up with is to have an international story just fall in your lap. I mean, I jokingly said, you know, months ago when I booked him that I knew that this was going to happen. <laughs> 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 and, you know, of course, we knew he was hosting the auction, so the timing of that was a home run. But, you know, to I'm not hosting it, but per, you know, being part of it. Yeah, presenter. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, just the whole thing, uh, you, you know, it's a surreal moment. I've had many luck, you know when luck meets opportunity great thing I mean did happen,
2: didn't but. you have the the sopranos you reunited the sopranos for an incredible um event special event right before James Gandolfini died correct um
10: yeah it was uh one of the reunions that we did and I, it was you know like i say it's just life has a way of of aligning up with you and if you're doing so many things you know that are american pop culture oriented you know things like this are going to happen but you know never to this extent i mean it's just the controversy you know is is sometimes good and sometimes bad in our case on this one I and mean, people were telling us they can't wait to see him because how he handled everything to your point yeah everybody just everybody just fell in love with him uh, if they didn't they did it they did for the second time
2: and, and by know, the way so- Margie just texted me how about Quest Love famous from Jimmy Fallon uh, days as well how about how you talked about in general but he was literally that was his award his whole award was destroyed by this event.
10: All of them were all of them, you know, and then I think the thing that disgusted a lot of people was not only the standing ovation and and all that, you know, the fakeness of of Hollywood and the fact that they have no core values is afterwards. He's partying and holding the trophy up and, you know, everything is great while others had their night ruined. And I think that didn't play well. So you, you talked earlier about life coach. Yeah, I would have I would have advised him. To lay low, to not, you know, brag, to not stuff it in anyone's face what he just did. What he just did was criminal. Yeah, And, you know, I would have left with her and put out a statement of remorse and regret.
2: Right. And his award an hour later would have been announced with him gone. And then that would have been the price to pay. He couldn't be there to accept his first Academy Award, period. First Academy Award at all. First Academy Award for Best Actor. Tom, in the uh, two minutes that we have, four days ago, I sent you an article that I wrote, and it was titled Sir Paul McCartney in Atlantic City, September 28th, 2002, the greatest concert, basically, in Atlantic City history, in my opinion. And I put the whole set list, uh, the two long encores that he did with three songs each in the two encores. The 31 other songs, he didn't take a sip of water in more than two hours on stage. He was still in perfect voice. I say it's the greatest concert. I know you, you're you the man that wrote the book, Book'em. But I say that's the greatest concert in Atlantic City history. What do you say?
10: I, oh, oh I, I, I was there. Uh, I was there with my son. We relived it. Every song we stood, we hugged. You know, I I raised my son, Mark, you know, whether he wanted to or not, to appreciate this kind of music that will never come again. And the Beatles and then, of course, McCartney. And we lived it together. You know, I I lived it growing up. He relived it through me. And then years later, every song, close your eyes and I'll kiss you tomorrow. I'll miss you. uh, Every song. And it's all him. You're right, Harry. He doesn't take a break. No. Now, I've made, I say in the book, four offers. I call them the Fab Four Offers. (laughs) And and now I've made a fifth one. And for uh, hopefully, you know, before it's all said and done, you know, I'm going to have that moment that I've been waiting for all my life. You actually lived it. I would give anything to have lived what you went through and you got. You know, you spent time with him. You got a picture. And every time you send me that picture, how wonderful that night must have been for you.
2: Oh, Tom. And- uh, friends are writing me right now. Mike Heath uh, saying great, he was there. Greatest concert ever. The place was packed. McCartney was masterclass. Uh, thank you, Mayor Langford, if you're listening. And if you're not, tell, tell Langford I brought him up because he was allowed to take one person and he picked me. And I spent 40 minutes with Sir Paul McCartney, who was talking about his mom and his dad and sharing really personal stuff about paying for the rent and how it was done. And I mean, I was I was I don't even know what to call it. Gobsmacked. It was it was incredible. But yet he was so down to earth and beautiful and non pretentious. I wasn't nervous at all. It was just 40 or 45 minutes that I couldn't believe it was taking place, Tom. And you know me because of you. You've introduced me to a lot of famous people. Uh, and my former job and the current job puts me in front of famous people. Uh, I, I think that that was just something that um, it's almost indescribable.
10: Well, look at it this way. He's a hundred times more important and famous and talented than uh, Will Smith or anybody else oh, will yeah. ever be. Yeah. And can you imagine him sitting there, and and getting up out of his seat and doing what he did? No, he's humble. He's like Tony Orlando. Very humble. Yeah, and he spent the time in the dressing room being. Ringo was the same way with me. He was could not have been more respectful, more down to earth. These guys changed the world. Yeah, everything changed when you heard my speech. Everything changed on that day. Everything. It wasn't just the music. It was our culture. It was how we dressed. It was how we looked. We kept evolving because of them. We couldn't wait to find the next revolution that they were going to create. And and yet, how filled with gratitude. Do you ever hear a bad thing come out of McCartney's mouth? Never. Never.
2: I heard Donny Osmond tell a story about him, and that's another person you know that you've introduced me to. Donny Osmond said he was at a hotel, and the door rings at his hotel room and it's Sir Paul McCartney. He can't believe it. He's not even sure it's him. He can't believe it. And Paul says, would you sign this photo for my daughter? And and he had a photo of Donnie Osmond and Donny Osmond signed the photo to his daughter. And then Paul left and Donnie Osmond actually had to ask Paul McCartney a couple years later, did you really come? Did I imagine this? Did I dream this? Did you come to my door and I, did I sign a picture for your daughter? That's how humble these people are. The good ones, the great ones. And I know I'm making you late, but do you agree the greater they are, typically the most, the more humble they are? In most cases, not all. Yes. In most, uh,
10: there are people who believe their press, who believe the adulation who, you know, are only told, you know, only have yes people around them. It's how you're raised. I think, you know, McCartney was raised in Liverpool. You know, it's a lower class neighborhood where, you know, people were hard workers. There was no privilege. You know, they earned everything. So I think when you earn it, you're more grateful like we are. You know, I grew up in a row home in an inner city and we had nothing, but we thought we had everything because, you know, why? My mom and dad gave us everything
2: they had. Yeah, you had love. You had unconditional love. You had good great parenting. Uh you had a wonderful family. And so you did have everything. The other stuff I always say is just stuff. Yeah. Now, now Tom, before you go, and I know I've made you late already. How do you like your odds to book Sir Sir Paul McCartney is it going to happen?
10: Um I will say this. Uh they're very they 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 are very aware of me. They're very aware of that how much we want him. They're very respectful and very, very polite. There, there's, and that's another thing. You know, some of these today artists, you know, have this attitude where you're doing them a favor. They're doing you a favor and all that. With them, it's. You know, completely the opposite. We have you in our thoughts and plans. We're trying to figure out how we can work that in. Thank you so much for thinking of it. Da, 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 da. It's that kind of exchange. It's not, you know, we're bigger than you and, you know, hit the road. It's just crazy how nice they are. So here's my promise to you. If I get lucky and, you know, with a little help from our friends, <laughs> you're going to be there with me. Oh,
2: gosh. Yeah, you you are the best, Tom. I know you've got to run. I know he's. This is your time because he is touring. Uh, I was looking at an Orlando date, thinking of just getting on a Spirit airplane and and going to Orlando uh, because well, guess what? He's seventy nine. There are not going to yeah. be that many more opportunities to see Paul McCartney live in concert.
10: Well, he's young. So
2: I, agree, I agree with that. I agree with that. He,
10: there are seventy-nine and eighty-year-olds who are young. remember, we're from the rock and roll generation. We're going to get old, but we never will be old. It's it's getting up every day for a reason. It's it's the it's the reason that you know that keeps us so young is to have that kind of energy and. And thought that you know you're giving back to people, and I just think he'll never be old unless he has a problem, he has a a medical issue, and all that. He just really, I think, is always going to be Paul McCartney for us to enjoy forever. And if I get lucky, I'm going to make sure.
2: First of all, I will call you
10: first. Oh. I will call you first and break the news. How's that?
2: Tom, thank you. You are so special. Thanks for being my FFL. Have a great day. Thanks for the extra minutes of bonus time. And I know you've got to run until we meet again.
10: Hey, Harry, you're the best there is. It's a privilege for me to be on the show. You're doing me a favor. I don't care about it. I have a meeting coming up. They can wait. Have a great
2: week. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Tom. You're the best. Talk to you later. You know, my Bye-bye. friend. 51 minutes past the hour. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This is... Early in
0: the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. All
2: because of you and we know it. All right, two minutes. Let's make it count. Ladies and gentlemen, September 28, 2002, also in the house. Don P. Hurley, following up on Tom Cantone's, uh, electric presentation this past hour. Don, give us your reflections of Paul McCartney in concert. It wasn't Tom agreed. Let's see if identical DNA agrees. Do you agree? Paul McCartney in concert, over two hours, 31 songs, two encores, three songs in each set, 37 total songs, more than two hours nonstop, didn't take a sip of water. In great voice, played with the um, Harrison ukulele. I meant to mention that to Tom. In the final minute, you get the final minute of the hour. Was it the greatest concert in Atlantic City history? Oh, without question, the, the greatest show I ever saw. And we, we were uh, lucky we've been. We've seen them all since the Steel Pier in the nineteen sixties. But yeah, it was the greatest ever. Um, you know, we didn't. See, we you and I didn't see the Beatles. We were just just shy of getting there uh but mccartney was so extraordinary and, and hey tom Cantone, who who better than him to uh to give an opinion the greatest promoter in the history of entertainment tom Cantone. but yeah you know what harry you knew it was something special and, and also i felt it was something that we might never see again at least in atlantic city that is that we would i i just knew it and we had to be there and i was so happy there was a whole bunch of us the hero mike heath we all we all went and enjoyed it. And I, without question, the greatest show I've ever seen. Hey, do me a favor. Hold on, because Frank Neal, I texted Frank Neal, um, is he ready? And he hasn't texted me back yet. If he's here, we go to Frank. If he's not, I'd love to continue this conversation, and then we'll have bonus open for him as well. Uh, but, yes, it, it was. Mike Heath agrees. I mean, the greatest of them all, the man who wrote the book, Bookham, agrees. It was. And if you were there, you know it. It was, I hope somebody has a recording of that that went into the board and has a recording. I have to look into that. Greatest concert ever. Fourth quarter begins right now, Hurley in the morning.
0: WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ HD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground
2: Thank you. Welcome back. It's six minutes past the hour. Thrilled to report Frank Neal, my very good friend, is here and my broadcasting partner and, of course, our all-season solar expert. This is the all-season solar radio program heard on the third Wednesday of every month during the 9 o'clock hour. All-season solar is the official and exclusive solar energy provider for the Hurley in the Morning program. Frank, this hour we'll be discussing. And by the way, if you have a question... You can jump in. We'll go to your calls. Just please make it about solar energy. And for Frank Neal at 609-407-1450. If you want to schedule an appointment, I want to give you the scheduling office uh, number. 888-832-5050. Toll free, 888-832-5050. And again, Frank, we'll be discussing the latest news regarding how solar energy can potentially reduce your electrical costs your electrical energy costs for the next 20 years and beyond. Frank can provide you with both lease and purchase options for your new solar energy system, which will feature the latest state-of-the-art technology that's available today. They're also on the web at allseasonsolar.net. Good morning, Frank.
6: And at top of the day to you, Harry, how are
2: you? I am very well, and I appreciate those uh, kind words. And let me put it right out onto the floor to you How is your world? How is the world of solar energy?
6: Well, it's it's crazy. It seems like we are recession proof. We are we are uh, sickness proof. It just it, it doesn't matter. It's just getting it's getting more intense. And I think now it's sort of like a perfect storm for us in a couple of ways. And one of the ways is that, uh, you know, electricity is going to go way up with the cost of fuel. And people are seeing that and feeling that they're feeling it at the pump, they're feeling it at the grocery store every time you turn around.
10: Hmm.
6: And uh, so, you know, this is this is one way where you could actually honestly save, save money. On, your, on, on something you need to buy every day, a recurring bill that you can't get
2: away from. it. Like Frank, that. this is such a good point. We have, this is not just a f- fun term I'm using or a pejorative, it's not an exaggeration. It's clinically, technically known as runaway inflation. We're beyond 8.5% CPI. So you are so correct. Everything, everywhere you go, things are costing more. So how many areas in life do you have it where you could actually enter into an agreement and improve your situation in my estimation in such a material way as this it's i think it's in a high inflationary environment it's a rare i think beacon of hope there that you have some control over your situation if you if you pull the trigger i think it's i think it's a really good point that you're making
6: well absolutely and and i it actually came came to light to me a couple of weeks ago with a customer who, who literally said that in in a roundabout way to me that uh they are, they were looking at ways to you know their fixed income and uh she was working he he has been retired and and uh you know they they had a nice a nice life, but they thought, wait a minute, there's ways where we can literally save money on something you have to pay for every month it's not like you're you know uh you cut back or you don't buy you don't buy the filet mignons anymore you just buy hamburger no it's not like that you're going to have an electric bill you are going to have an electric bill if you're if you have a home and you and you you know you use air conditioning and you use lights you're going to have an electric bill well in this case we can literally save you money on that electric bill uh and and in some cases rather significant money I frank
2: mean, please explain how it works because i think that's the perfect segue to that undeniable point that you just made how does it work
6: well if, from a financial standpoint it's pretty simple and I, I i use this analogy all the time if we were sitting in a in a bar and you said hey frank tell me about this solar thing how can i save money well Atlantic City Electric uh, is everybody in Atlantic City Electric right now is paying about nineteen and a half cents, uh, or sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little over twenty cents, but about nineteen and a half cents per kilowatt hour. That's actually what everybody—that's what you pay for—is the kilowatt hour usage. You can see that on on your bar chart on your bill, uh, and it, right now, like I said, about nineteen and a half cents. Typically, typically I can I can. Cut that in half and, and and fix you on a lease that will give you an effective effective rate of about $0.10, cents, sometimes less. Sometimes it's $0.9.3, cents, sometimes it's $0.11. Cents. Uh, but, but but, and you and I talk about this all the time, that $0.11 cents or $0.10 cents or whatever the heck it is will be locked in for 20 years, and it will never go up. And every utility up and down the coast of... Every utility in the country, I should say, uh, increases their rates every year. We don't know. We don't know what the increase is going to be uh, around the corner because, you know, still, I mean, a lot of these uh, these electric generation plants are fired by natural gas or coal or whatever. And all of that stuff is getting much, much, much more expensive every day. And I don't know that it has affected anyone yet because it's, you know, the utility commission has to approve all that stuff. Uh, But we're looking for, you know, everything's going to go up. In this case, I can lower, we can lower your energy costs, your electric costs. And in many, many, many cases, lower it significantly to the point where and to the point where, honestly, it, it's it's almost it's almost life altering. I mean, you know, it really is. I mean, if I can save you two thousand dollars a year, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of dough that you can keep in your pocket. Uh, and you know, it's not like we were teasing the other day when your wife goes to the to the to the department store and says, "Honey, I saved sixty dollars today." Yeah, but of course you're one hundred and eighty. You know, uh, in this case, in this case, you're you're literally saving. Uh, a, a ton of money and, and isn't
3: it
2: true almost like an annuity uh, and i use that very loosely because it's not it's not literally accurate but almost like an annuity it keeps paying dividends going forward insofar as it gets better over time
5: well
6: that's the thing and if you look if you look at it, 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 you and I talk about this all the time the electric company as everything in this world they have every right to increase their 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 uh, their costs. I mean, they, they increase what they charge the the homeowner because their rates are going up. You know, salaries are going up, uh, insurances are going up, everything's going up. So every utility is going to increase their their uh, their rates every year, and typically it's three and a half percent, you know, four and a half percent, something like that every year. Well, that doesn't sound like a lot of money, but over. Ten years over time, if you look back 15 years ago, what you were paying for electricity and what you're paying for it now, it's a significant number. And that's really what we're looking at is, is it's long haul. In the beginning, I had a, a customer many years ago, uh, was a, a very wealthy guy. He just sold a couple of businesses, and I was dealing with his daughter down in Cape May. And I think we were saving, it wasn't a lot, it was like $60 a month, something like that, on, on the, the electric bill and uh, he, he laughed. He said, you know what, Frank? He said, I lose that much in the couch in a month, you know, and, uh, and then, then he stopped. He stopped, and he looked at me, and he said, but wait a minute. That's going to, that savings is going to go up every year, and that's going to happen every year for the next 20 years, right? I said, yeah. He said, All, give me the paperwork, uh, because it doesn't, you know, it, it in, in the in the beginning it may not be a substantial amount of money but when you look at it over time it's it's a heck of a lot of money into the tens of thousands of dollars that we can potentially save a homeowner uh, over time and it's it's significant it really is and especially in this day and age where everybody's looking at numbers going up and prices going up and it's it's almost it's almost frightening in this case I can say to every homeowner give us a shot give us a chance we'll come out we'll sit down we'll explain it to you we'll show you everything we'll show you a picture of your house with our equipment superimposed on top of it you'll see exactly where they are what the savings is and quite frankly harry if it makes sense then the homeowner has a decision to make if it doesn't make sense We'll all know that, and I'll shake your hand and say it's been really nice meeting you. Have a nice time and tell everybody you met a you know an honest uh, an honest solar company
2: and, and before we go to the break, let me just slip this in because I think it's important to say so many times people have commented to me it's it's a real it's a privilege it's an honor when I hear people say, "Hey, Harry, everything you said about all season solar is true. everything you said about frank neal there was no pressure i didn't nobody i don't think in any era of of life. People want to feel pressure, undo pressure. You know we sometimes put pressure on ourselves and, and and this type of thing, but nobody wants high pressured pushiness and things like that.' It's, it's, it's so smart to approach it the way your owner does, the the way that the team does, insofar as you really let the product speak for itself, don't you, Frank?
6: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it does. And, and, you know, we're smart enough, not that we're smarter, smarter than the average bear, but we're smart enough to know that if it, if it, if it makes sense, that you're going to go for it. If it doesn't make sense, you're not. It's just that simple. You know, it's not like we're selling used cars and I don't mean to besmirch the used car industry, but you know, we're not, we're not a high pressure thing We're you know, it, and, and I encourage, honestly, I encourage people to talk to other companies.
2: And you know, Frank, let, let's get the break in, but you know this all too well. There are, you know, people in all types of sales environments where they just pressure people. I need you to sign before I leave. This deal's only for, for this, you know, for five more seconds. I mean, and people are just like, it gets very stressful and frenetic and, and, uh, high pressured. Uh, that is the exact opposite of what your experience will be with all season solar. I know it. I know it for a fact. And that's why I so unconditionally and comfortably recommend Mr. DeMassi, uh, Frank Neal, and the entire team at All Season Solar, 888-832-5050 to make an appointment. Uh, what I would do, I would get started as soon as you can. If this is something that you're interested in, get it going right away. Frank will explain how long it, it can take between the first time you speak to him and what I call that glorious day when your system is connected, uh, there's some time that it takes. The process takes the amount of time that it takes with all the various approvals and everything like that. The installation, they've got all that covered. Uh, there's just a lot of approval processes that have to take place. So what you want to do, I, I always say to Frank, hey, when's the best time to get started? Well, the best time to get started is today, whether it we're hitting the spring and then into the summer season or if we were talking in the dead of winter it's always the best time to get started is today because then you, you know the 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 meter starts to um to run uh right to left and frank knows what i'm talking about as opposed to uh left to right uh when it's running the one way you're making it when it's running the other way you're on the grid consuming it uh 8888325050 to schedule an appointment, please mention Hurley in the Morning. That's very important because the Hurley in the Morning charity really participates uh, in this process. We receive $500 at the time that your system is connected, not just for you calling, but for you actually becoming an all season solar client. We receive the Hurley in the Morning charity, and it's made a big, big difference over many years now. Uh, we, we receive a $500. Uh, blessing so it's it's important if i've inspired you to call please tell frank tell the scheduler 888-832-5050 on the web at dot net with frank neal i am hurley in the morning this is wpg talk radio 95.5 all because of you south jersey's number one talk station
3: Hi, it's Markley and Van Camp. Join us later today at 1. Now back to Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM South Jersey's talk station. Thank
2: you. Welcome back. 24 minutes past the hour, all-season solar is Frank Neal for the hour, actually for six minutes past the top of the hour until Brian Kilmeade. We're talking about solar energy. We're talking about solar energy from the all-season solar perspective. And Frank, why don't you pick up where I left off right before the... uh, the the brief time out with getting started uh you do get asked all the time hey, is there is there a best time of the year to sign up um when is the best time
10: well
6: you know you said it so succinctly uh, before the before the break there, there really is there really is no best time uh, you know, best, better, best, or whatever. It, 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 we live in a twelve-month world. We don't look at just a, a season or a, or a month or, or you know a, a time of year. We look at we look at the the, the project over a twelve-month a twelve-month period. Mm. So in our world, in our world, it, it really doesn't matter. I mean, uh, it, the, the highest usage typically in an, in an average home with uh, with you know gas. Uh, gas, uh, in, in the home is, you know, July, August, and September. Those are the hottest, the hottest months. And the usage usually gets pretty, pretty heavy in there. Now, there are homes that are totally electric. And in some of those cases, uh, in, in well, in many of the cases, actually, the, the highest months are the winter months. Uh, you know, because you got the, uh, the, the baseboard heat cranking. So, uh, it typically, it, it, it takes about 90 days. In around ninety days, they were, they're actually getting better uh, as time goes on. I mean, it used to be one hundred and twenty days back when you and I first started talking. So, uh, we have to get all the permits. We get all the permits. We don't ask the, the homeowners to do a blessed thing. The only thing we ask of the homeowner is is for a copy of a recent electric bill, and that's it. You know, the rest of it is on us. We have to get the uh, the permits. We have to get the uh, the utility. Uh, we have to get the state, we have to get the county and the township. We have we we get all those permits, and we will not, we will not install until we have all those permits. And that's significant because there's a couple of well, uh, a couple of instances that, have, that have come up over the past couple of years that there are companies that say no, 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 we'll 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 install in thirty days. Well, it's 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 impossible. To get all the permits in thirty days, what they're doing is they're just putting their equipment on your roof, and then you have to sit there and have to let it sit there until you get the final permit. Then you can turn it on, uh, and it's not it's not illegal necessarily, but it's certainly unethical. But we yeah. we we would
2: never we would never do that. But Frank, do you find well? I, I never asked you this question in all these years. You just jogged my 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 memory about something. If you have an entire home that's electrical, if you know you're going to do solar energy, are there people that go the full route of – because I remember a long, long time ago, we did have electric baseboard heat in a home that I lived in in Ventner. That's just the way they built these homes. The former mayor, Phil Robinson, built a lot of homes in Ventner, in Ventner Heights, and these homes that I'm aware of uh, all had electric heating not natural gas, but of course if you uh, if you have a solar energy system, are there people that go full blown electric everything electric range, not gas, electric heat because they have solar energy do you do you see people that expressly do that
6: i have i actually have I, I matter of fact, I just signed a customer a couple of weeks ago uh that beautiful home beautiful home uh, by down by the shore. And uh, they were very up until getting solar. They were very very frugal in the summer with their with their electricity because uh, you know you're talking significant amount of money for electricity in the summer. You know when you got the air conditioning cranking. And uh, she said to me finally, she said, "Well, we can finally turn the air conditioning on in the heat of the summer." Uh, but yeah, I mean some people. They will. They'll go out and they'll get an electric dryer or an electric water heater. Some people do that. now here's the thing. Here's the thing. We look at the we look at the twelve month history of of the customer. We can build the system if there's enough room on the roof. We can build the system to 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 provide one hundred percent of what they used the previous. Twelve months. I mean, that's that's just the way we operate. Again, if we have enough room on the roof. So what? Ha- I give you a great example. Uh, I have a customer uh, who large, very large home, three car garage. She worked for a, a room it was very very successful, and she broke out on her own. Well, she took one of her garages and put these huge. Uh, I don't know if it was a freezer, but these two giant. Refrigerator, freezers in her in her garage because uh-huh. she 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 broke out on her own. She's doing her own catering. Well, her electric bill went through the roof. So in that case, she called me. She and said, "Can you do anything?" I said, "Absolutely." So we went back and installed more uh, more solar panels on her roof because we had plenty of room on her roof. Uh, but I, I I would not encourage people to go full bore electric if you already have gas. It's probably not you know it's not a bad a bad system. The cost of, of, of getting rid of it and getting electric may or may not be worth it. But yeah, it's possible. I mean, people people have gotten hot tubs because they have solar. Yeah. People have gotten- the
2: swimming pools. And I, I'm thinking about if you're building your home uh, and you know you're going to have solar, uh, I was just curious if people went full-blown electric uh, from the get-go. Uh, yeah, not so much that you have a natural gas heater uh, and then you you throw that in the garbage can and put an electric system in, but that if you were starting it from square one, do people do that? And I, I kind of thought as a layperson, probably some do.
6: Yeah, they, they do. Yeah. Like I said, it's typically a, uh, it, it's typically, you know, we're going to use the air conditioner this year. Uh, we're going to put a hot tub in or heat the pool or, you know, whatever it might be, but then that gives you the ability to, to do that without, uh, Without increasing your, you know, your expenses.
2: Explain if you would, Frank. We've got a few minutes before the break, because um, normally we would, be, we would be breaking now, but we have the extra six minutes uh, at the end of the next hour, so we usually wait another three minutes. Uh, so take it from here on the the, the question of getting started, uh, and what you if somebody has their electric bill and they are ready to go, how long does it take before you get it going? I don't mean turn it on. We know they're permitting it all, but how fast from them saying yes do you start to get it going?
6: Uh, that day, <laughs> literally, literally that day, uh, the the you know the agreements get signed, and as soon as they're signed, the process starts. We start. Uh, looking into the permits, we start getting the equipment, we start getting all the research we need to get. Uh, we have a design team that does all the designs for us. So what'll happen is someone calls and says, hey, Harry, you know, Harry Hurley told me to call. I want to talk to Frank Neal. I come out, or, or we can do a Zoom. We, I don't necessarily have to come face to face, but I, I do a lot of that, as you know. Yeah. Uh, and typically I'll come out and I'll, I'll show you a photograph of a, a, a Google a Google Earth photograph of the person's home with our equipment superimposed on top. We'll say here's here's what we can do, here's what that those panels here's what they will produce in a kilowatt hour uh, sense, and so we can see here's what it's going to produce. Now, hopefully, we will have seen gotten a copy of the electric bill. We always ask the homeowner, can you forward a copy of a recent electric bill to us before. Frank comes out, and if, if they can do that, I'll have everything ready, everything ready for them when I when I walk in the door. So uh, I'll explain here's where the, here's where the, the panels are going to go uh, on your roof, and here's what you know here's the array, what it's going to look like, here's what it's going to produce, and here is your lease cost. because it is a lease. It's a, it's an equipment lease is what it is. Uh, and, and of course, eliminating whatever amount of power we're able to get on the roof. We will eliminate that amount of power from Atlantic City Electric any utility up up and down the coast, it doesn't matter because uh, we're you know we're statewide. So uh, whatever we're able to produce, we're going to take that away from the electric company. Uh, so if it's hundred percent, it's hundred percent, you won't get an electric bill. With with one exception, I, I think I, I told you last time my wife called me uh, a couple of weeks ago. She said, we just got an electric bill. I said, okay. She said, it was $1.49. <laughs> and, of course, we're not used to having an electric bill because we overproduce all the time. Uh, but you will get an electric bill even if we're able to get you 100% of your power, and that electric bill would be about $4, $4.85 a month. It's a line charge that everybody pays, and it's just, uh, you're gonna get, you know, if, if we went out and cut your power right now in someone's home and they didn't use any electricity for a month, you'd still have a bill for about $4.85. But uh, that aside, we're taking away all, in, in many, 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 many cases, we're taking away all the usage uh, from the uh, from Atlantic City Electric and giving it to the homeowner uh, in their own little power plant up on their roof, and uh, you know you're basically firing the electric company and locking in your locking in your uh, the cost for for uh, electricity for for twenty years, and of course the short conversation after twenty years, it's a twenty year lease. It's over. The lease is over in twenty years. Uh, and uh, by the way, people say, oh, 20 twenty years—that's a long time. Well you have a lifetime commitment to the electric company. Mm. You're never going to, you're never going to leave the, you know, that commitment just like taxes. And then, you know, and your, your water bill, you, you need to have those, those, uh, those, that utilities. So, uh, it's, it it, it, it works. It works wonders for people. And in some cases, in some rare cases, it doesn't work, Harry. It doesn't work for everybody. And it's a rare instance that it doesn't. Uh, I and mean, it really is rare. Uh, but, uh, typically we can, we'll save you money. We will save you money. Uh, it's just a matter of, of, of how much and, and what that means to the homeowner. I actually had a customer a couple of years ago, we're saving them $1,800 a, a year, the first year, the first year. And he actually looked at me and said, that's not enough. We're not doing it. And that was, that's a, a true story. I said, okay, fine. You don't have to. And I walked out. And I didn't think he expected me to walk out, he'd walk out right away. But I explained, you know, that's that's a significant amount of money, eighteen hundred dollars a year. I said if if I was able to lower your mortgage or lower your taxes or lower some some recurring expense in your life by eighteen hundred dollars, I'd probably be your friend, you know, you'd probably you'd probably appreciate that. Uh, but apparently it didn't work. For, for that customer, but uh, typically, you know, we, we, we can, we can uh, have a significant savings.
2: And I'm not putting anybody down, but but it's short-sighted too, because that was first year. Uh, how about year five, 10, 15, and going forward? So you really have to look at it. You have to look at it now, but also look at it in the, in the, uh, in the long haul as well. Right. Well, Frank, let's get our halftime break in. 37 minutes past the hour to make an appointment with Frank Neal. Simple to do. Call 888-832-5050 if I've inspired you to call. Please tell the wonderful people at All Season Solar, at their scheduling department, that I in the morning sent you. 888-832-5050. 888-832-5050. All Season Solar with Frank Neal. Back. And they're on the web at allseasonsolar.net. We're back in just a few minutes with frank i am
0: wpg talk radio 95.5 it's hurley in the morning anytime anywhere on the wpg talk radio app harry hurley on wpg talk radio
2: 95.5 thank you with frank Neal at 42 minutes past the hour it is the all-season solar radio program if you would like to make an appointment with frank i suggest you at least sit down or do a virtual chat either way in person or by video chat uh, with Frank. Call 888-832-5050. Mention me if you would at the point uh, that you're speaking to the scheduling department. 888-832-5050. Frank, you mentioned the lease. Now, we do know this. Most people, I'm going to ask you the question percentage wise. Most people do lease and it makes a lot of sense because you don't pay anything other than your your monthly lease payment. There are no upfront costs. You don't pay for any of the permits or anything. Uh, you just enjoy the savings. But you can also buy your system. And as you know, Frank, some people do. They want to own it. They don't want to lease it. Uh, what percentage is the breakdown these days with all-season solar relative to your lease clients versus those who purchase the system? <laughs>
6: Uh, well, it's in the nineties. Ninety some percent of people do lease. Uh, purchasing is very appealing uh, on a number a number of levels. Not the least of which that the, there's government. So there's two two government incentives involved when you to the owner of the system. Uh, so if you buy if you buy the system, whether you pay cash or we finance it. By the way, our financing. Uh, is uh, our financing rates are point nine nine percent interest rate uh, on financing uh, a solar system, but uh, which
2: I basically, as a former banker, will call almost free money. That's amazing.
6: It is. It, it really is. Yeah, it really is. Uh, and and uh, it's very appealing to to an awful lot of people as well. And there's no prepayment penalty, so you know, it's sort of like why not? You know. Uh, but it, it, in, in some cases, I I discourage people to purchase the system uh, only if, 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 number one, on the federal side, it's a 26 percent income tax credit. Now, it's not a rebate. I, I make emphasis of that. It's not a rebate. It's it's a credit against future federal income tax debt. So uh, if, if, you, if you don't. If you can't use that, and I, I tell everybody that wants to buy it, the first thing when I leave, I want you to call whoever does your taxes, tell them what you're thinking about. Here's the numbers, you know. Here's what your the, the income tax credit's going to amount to, and here's how the numbers work. Talk to them and see if it work makes sense for the homeowner. And it doesn't matter what your income is. And of course, I don't ever want to get into that conversation with the Homer and let let it up to the the, tax expert. Uh, But uh, it's a 26% income tax credit. Now next year it's going that we understand uh, that it's going to go down to 23% next year. Uh, Two years ago it was 30%. So it's on the way down that, that, that uh, incentive and the state also kicks in and it's, that's a little more complicated. It's easy. It's easy to explain face to face, uh, but the state kicks in with a, with, you, you, you actually sell back uh, credits back to the state, and and you get that you get those funds for fifteen years. So what happens is if you purchase the system, again, a, a, an elevator or a bar conversation, uh, I, I could say you you would be whole, you would be even on your investment in about five and a half years, which. Pretty good, actually. Yeah. I mean, if we we're you and I were going to start a business, and I said, "Hey, Harry, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in, in 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 a profitable situation in five years," that that's a pretty good business plan.
2: Yeah, so pe- people take longer than that these days to pay a car off.
6: Well, absolutely,
2: yeah, absolutely. That's that's, but, that's actually uh, that is a very uh, relatable way to look at that. When you talk about if you're going to make that type of investment, how long does it take to recoup your investment? that return on that investment that's solid and then of course you have the system for whatever length of time and who knows i mean you 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 are of the belief that these panels and this equipment will work beyond the lease life correct
6: oh oh yeah well again we're not there yet because you know the the equipment improves slightly over time, and it's not quantum leaps like your cell phone or a computer or, you know, that kind of, or a television, Uh, but there are improvements. so they're projecting that that the panels could could be potential, I mean, be productive. I'm not talking about, you know, burning out. Uh, They could be productive for 50 years or so, or maybe even more. We don't know. There's panels that have been up in California since the mid-'70s.
2: Amazing. You know, this, this
6: technology and I laugh sometimes, people say, well, you know, this brand new thing, maybe, you know, maybe I'll wait till it improves and say, well, you know, then you still have rotary phone do you, you know, that kind of thing.
2: Uh, Are you, I know I've asked you this before, but I just want to throw it out like a wild card. Are you a fan of these shingles that we see that purport to be solar energy?
6: I would be a fan if they would last longer than they last. They're they they they're, they're thin. They're uh, they're not the, they don't let the, the warranty is not very good on them. Yeah. Uh they've been working on that technology Harry since the late 70s wow. to be honest with
4: you. Wow. Uh
6: and uh, you have to make a penetration in the roof for every single shingle. Every single one of those little panels, you have to make a penetration into the roof. Uh and in that regard I would not I would not recommend to do that. Now I will tell you this. Uh, that if if it was if it was profitable not profitable if it was productive and if they if they were they were you know good, a good investment we'd be doing it in a heartbeat we we would we would be be installing them uh, so to answer your question in a short term no i am not a fan because uh, they just don't last that long
2: they let's do. take let's take our final time out it's 49 minutes past the hour then we'll be uninterrupted for the rest of today's program until six minutes past the top of the hour when we hand over the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 airwaves to Brian Kilmeade. When we come back, Frank, take whatever time you need to take on what I think is a very important topic involving solar energy, and that is the many applications. Uh, it used to be just residential then it became residential and some commercial. Now you're doing things with not-for-profits, with public uh, entities, with um, public-private type things, with the volunteer fire companies. I mean, it's just the, the, just the imagination of the, you know, the spirit of the human mind. I mean, there's so many applications for this. Talk about how wide-ranging this now is. It's not one-dimensional at all. It's very multifaceted with Frank Neal at 10 minutes before the top of the hour. Respectfully yours, I am.
0: Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Here's NFL legend Terry Bradshaw.
5: This is it. Your last chance to win big money from Publishers Clearinghouse.
0: There are just days left to enter to win. $7,000 a week for life on
1: April 30th.
5: Yep, you gotta enter pch.com before it's too late. Real people really do win, and time's running out if you want to be next. It's your last chance to enter, people. Come on, let's go. Hurry. Enter at pch.com. Seven grand a week for life last chance enter now at pch.com
1: entries due for no purchase necessary void or prohibited finding great candidates to hire can be like well trying to find a needle in a haystack but not with ZipRecruiter it's powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job so while other companies might deliver a lot of hay ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack
0: see why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash trial that's ziprecruiter.com slash trial sean hannity this afternoon at three now hurley in the morning on wpg talk radio 95.5
2: hey thanks very much at uh, 55 minutes past the hour we're visiting with all season solars frank neal now frank i know this i know this for a fact because nobody knows their business like you do, and you have really been extremely, I believe, forward-thinking in the early days of the creative applications of solar energy with fire companies and all these different entities, VFWs and so on and so forth. There are so many um, applications that are now taking place that in days gone by just never occur. Talk about some of the, um, the creative applications that are possible.
6: Well, with leasing, uh, leasing has evolved uh, very slowly, but it has evolved. We have, uh, and to my knowledge, it's it's uh, our leasing our leasing agreements are pretty unique. We have a lease. Now, prior prior to this ability, you, the, the churches, VFWs, not you know, charity organizations had to purchase. You had to purchase uh, the system, which meant, you know, going to the bank or paying cash or whatever. Uh, and, but now we can do a lease on churches, on commercial buildings, on motels, hotels, restaurants, VFWs, American – I mean, the, the Elks Lodges – uh moose lodges the entire gamut any any organization that is solvent obviously you have to be a solvent you have to prove that you're that you, you' you know you're solvent you' paid your electric bills uh, and uh, we we can install solar and save them a tremendous amount of money so what happens now with these organizations uh, and, and i I've, I've been involved in in large organizations over the years let's just take a well, a church or a VFW or whatever you know, they op- you operate on on donations, right? Or or you know bake sales or you know uh, uh, bingo, whatever you rely on, you have this one or few sources of income uh, available to you. Well, the only way that you're going to make more, or you're going to be in a-, in a better financial situation is to sell more cakes or to sell more. Bingo cards or whatever you sell. Well, what we can do, we can go in and improve the profit situation on on any organization, any organization. Uh, we can improve their, their profitability from day one by eliminating a tremendous expense. And in most cases, you know, you're talking about a lot of expense because those are many of those organizations, are, are not churches, of course, but, you know, VFWs and, and, and Legions and, and the Elks Lodges. They have they have freezers and they have refrigeration systems that run 24 hours a day, uh, and and you know you you light that up for a banquet and you've, you you've know, got all that expense, uh, the the electric charge the electric fees that they pay over the over time is is pretty significant it's rather significant. Uh, well, we can we can uh, eliminate a great deal of that simply by putting solar on the roof and saying goodbye to those extraordinarily high uh, electric
2: bills. Now, Frank, yeah. as, you, as you know, whether it's a VFW or you've mentioned a bunch of different possibilities, churches and these different things, you take some of these um, clubs they or volunteer fire companies, Skullville Fire Company in Egg Harbor Township, for example, uh, my fire company, and they're fantastic. They rent out their facility for weddings and do all these different things. You can save them Big-time money. I remember the late, great Joe McDevitt, God rest his soul. As you know, Frank, COVID-19 took him way too young. He became a big fan of you and your program and and brought it to the Moose Lodge. That uh, was unheard of. Nobody Nobody ever thought of this kind of thing. But for the amount of electricity that they use and for renting out their facilities for events, and everybody knows these events use a lot of power. They have different things and sometimes have extra refrigerators and freezers and all this uh, equipment and so on. Uh, we're talking – I know this is an overused expression, but it, it applies here. We're talking game-changing numbers here.
6: Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely, uh, and again, you know, looking at looking at those organizations, no matter what it is, whoever is running that organization has has uh, the responsibility of of making the organization more not profitable, but you know, making it more more efficiently financially. Uh, and and if if we can, if 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 solar can eliminate fifty percent of the, of your electric expense. That's pretty significant when you're talking about a large building like that. And in some cases, honestly, in some cases, we're talking about saving hundreds of thousands of dollars over time. I have done it many, 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 many times. I could, you know, give you a list of, of uh, 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 homeowners associations and Elks Lodges, Moose Lodges, you know, the, go- the list goes on. VFWs, saving them literally in 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 the term of the lease, saving them hundreds of thousands of dollars that they would normally have spent on electricity and now they don't have to huge so it's a pretty pretty simple process yeah yeah it really is it really is and and we are one of many a very few companies that can do that uh, for like i said for churches or, or commercial uh, entities
2: is it is it still frank i remember and this goes back a long time now we've been at this you and i are close to i think we're getting close to a decade believe it or not closer to a decade than five i can t- i promise you that nine years, I think, or close to it. When I first started um, doing announcements and speaking about all-season solar, I would say New Jersey, second largest in the country. You know, I don't even know if I said behind California or not, but it was California one, New Jersey two. Are we still number two in the country in solar? You know what? I
5: think
6: I haven't checked, Harry. I need to check that. But yeah, probably. I would think because it's only getting better here and you know and in california most people know that uh all new construction now uh commercial and and residential construction in california has to include solar going forward so yeah so california is, is definitely well, they're bigger and, you know it's yeah. been added a lot longer than us uh but
2: But now they've made it compulsory. So that's something else right there. You have to have it. (laughs) Uh, That's,
6: yeah. Well, that's the other side of it. Yeah.
2: Sign Frank Neal up to the, you have to have it. Uh, you know, then you don't have to talk to anybody. It just everybody gets it from Frank Neal. Uh, Frank, do me a favor in the three minutes that we have. Do you still hear objections? Because long, long ago in a long forgotten land, I had objections. I assumed I wasn't going to like the way the solar panels looked on my roof, and you know I'm a control freak. Uh, boy, that was stupid. And uh, I procrastinated for a period of time. What are the the objections that, that people have that perhaps you can dispel?
5: Well,
6: I, I can tell you recently, uh, I, I had a customer where the husband and I had communicated, and I went and sat down with he and his and his bride, and she, she was the one that had... That, didn't want it. She said, I, I don't understand it, but I don't want it. I don't, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's for us, that kind of thing. And honestly, uh, by the time I left, uh, she was so, so on board that she said, let's, you know, let's just go ahead. Matter of fact, I let, I I left, I left the house. I said, look, you guys kicking around? Cause I, you know, you, you can read the room if you know what I mean. Oh yeah. Uh, I could read, read what was going on. So I, I left. I said, "Look, you know, here's I'll, I'll follow up with you in a couple of days if you want me to. If not, I'll call you in a week, you know, whatever. Or you can call me." Well, I got in the car and I'm driving away, and about ten minutes later, the phone rings. It's them, and they said, "Come on back. We're ready to go." Uh, so, yeah, there are objections, and the objections really are from misinformation or, or, yeah. or inaccurate yeah. information that people may have. Uh, the the problem used to be years ago. I don't think I don't want that on my roof. I don't think it looks very nice. Well, yes, there are some jobs. There are some installations. You and I talk about this all the time that I look at them and I think, oh, my God, I can't believe those people uh, put that uh, that array up there. It looks like that. Well, our panels, they look like a black piece of glass. Yeah, it looks like a black, solid piece of glass when we're done. Black frame, black backing, black everything. So, uh, you know, prior the the old uh, uh, solar panels had silver a silver framing and a blue glass and all that. And it was, it looked, it looked ridiculous, but now it's aesthetically, as you say, architecturally appealing, I think is your term. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it, it, yeah. So, but that used to be the objection, but
2: now... I mean, I went from feeling one way to th- wondering, how did I ever feel that way? I just didn't, I didn't, I don't know if I didn't take the time to, to process what it is and what it isn't, but I actually... Um, I find them interesting and and very well done. Thirty seconds till hard break, Frank. Closing comment it's yours.
6: Well, you know what I'm going to say. At uh, anybody listening to us right now, if you're if you're interested in, in, in increasing your business, your service, whatever your sales, whatever you have that you're involved in, please, you got to call this radio station. It that flat out works. Harry just said a little while ago. We're approaching. We're knocking on a, a decade that he and uh, you and I have been together, and we would not be together on the radio had it not been uh, profitable for both of us. Thank so, you, Frank. Uh, the radio station. Well, you're welcome, buddy. You're and, welcome.
2: And uh, and right back to you. Remember to call Frank. Frank Neal, 888 You'll speak to a scheduling professional, and then you'll meet with Frank. Frank, it's it flies by. It'll be back again before we know it, our May edition. Have a great day. Be well. And uh, I enjoyed our time together. Thank you so much.